This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning. Welcome, everybody, to the show, and thank you for joining us today. A good Friday to you, because it is Good Friday. It's an even better Friday if you got the day off. (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. Good job. Because we uh, didn't. We're working on Good Friday, which I'm happy about. Are you? I have no place I'd rather be. Yeah, me either. Except bed. I mean, I do. In front of the TV. <laughs> Today I woke up without wanting to go back to sleep. Wow. Was that a first? Wow. Yep, first. Huh. I said, I want to get to work and be with my fun co-workers, Joanna and Buzz. Well, yeah, he said my name first. Yeah. We have uh, guests coming up in the studio today. In fact, a couple of comics. Kua Genti is going to be here. Yep. And who else is in town with Koo? Tim Mathis. Tim Mathis. Yep. Really funny comic. Very Recently funny. did some stuff with uh, Kevin Hart. I he saw. did. Yeah. So uh, Tim Mathis, Kuigenti are both going to be here later in the show. You can check them both out this weekend at the El Paso Comic Strip. No show on Sunday, though. Nope. It's Easter. Dark for Easter. But uh, two shows, I don't know, two shows tonight and two shows tomorrow? No, just one show tonight one and two shows Saturday. Two shows Saturday. All right, so Ku Igenti and Tim Mathis, El Paso Comic Strip, but no Sunday show this week. We're going to have more cash code keywords starting at around 8.15 this morning. That's when we're going to drop the first cash code keyword. Once you hear a keyword, get on the KLAQ mobile app. And find Go Fund Yourself. It's a icon that looks like a money bag, and it says Go Fund Yourself. Enter as many keywords as you can. Every keyword is like an entry. And the better your chance to win money. Every day we've got a $2,000 winner, and you could win a lump sum. Somebody could win $10,000. $10,000? I mean... Even with the two thousand dollar a day winners, we're giving away ten, we're giving away ten thousand a week. That's a lot you know, of cheddar. When you think about it, that is a lot of cheese, baby. Uh, so listen to be a two thousand dollar daily winner, or you might even win ten thousand dollars. Maybe you'll win both and come out twelve thousand ahead. All right, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to find out what's happening in the news, Nico. What's uh, leading off here? in the news this morning that you want us to know about. Well, Ukraine is still a thing, and Russia, they're warning the U.S. to stop arming Ukraine. This week, the United States and NATO... What are they going to do? They can't even beat Ukraine. (laughs) 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 That's some threat. Didn't their biggest ship in their navy just sink? Uh, Yes, it did. Did you see that? The one thing they still have? Nuclear weapons. So they get to kind of say... We might use well, these. yeah. I mean, they get to throw that around, and it makes you wonder, you know, when a if you back a a rabid animal into a corner far enough. Well, the reason will he launches nukes. Well, the reason it's coming now, NATO and U.S. shipments of the most sensitive weapon systems that we have are going to Ukraine. Right, adding fuel to the already well, they can't bubbling be conflict. Happy about that, but I don't think we can sit here and quiver in fear. You know that. Putin might use his, his nuclear weapons. I mean, uh, surely he's got to know. 
Wait, what kind of hellfire? But then, that you, would then bring. you're going from the negotiating position of, oh, you're bluffing. You're not going to use that. Screw you. Mm, no, I think you can kind of walk a tightrope there. You could show strength and mean it. You know, yeah, that's one of the things about being a nuclear country is you kind of get to say, hey, you can't with me. Exactly. But at the same time, that doesn't give you carte blanche to do whatever you want to. It gives you a lot. <laughs> you know, it lets you do a lot of stuff. That's why countries want to ha- that don't have them want to have them. Mm-hmm. That's why countries want to have nuclear weapons, because it's a don't, don't F, F with, with me, me card. Uh, all Absolutely. Right. How's the uh, situation in Rio Doso? Still... Uh, Still wildfires out of control? As of yesterday, the containment was still at zero because winds were making it difficult for fire crews to get up there. But as of this morning, uh, I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to look into that. Well, uh, Why would you ask me that right now? I just wanted to know. know? (laughs) (laughs) What's the situation up in Rodoso is? Joanna has an article about that. Yeah, you can see uh, photos and <laughs> video. Like, redirects it good, to me. Good pivot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so go over and check that out at klaq.com. Yes, go check that out. Uh, mm. Speaking of Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have on the way in entertainment news today, Joanna? Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres' latest prank on Kim Kardashian has sparked a conversation around respecting people's boundaries after Kim repeatedly begged her to stop and ran off screaming in fear. What could she have possibly yeah. been so afraid of? Uh, let me guess, a moment without any kind of attention on her. Was that what no. she was threatening? That's the only thing that I could imagine would freak Kim Kardashian you out. You know how Ellen has that thing where she likes to prank her guests or she likes to scare She'll find them. out what their fear is and uh-huh. then if it's a clown, a clown will pop out and so scare them or whatever. this was a spider. Okay. And she brought out a spider and Kim kept saying, no, no, don't. And everyone who has seen the show knows exactly that Kim is very scared of spiders I mean, in the end, Ellen revealed it was a fake spider, but then Kim did just, like, leave. She was like, bye, everyone. She just took off from the show? Yeah, she ran off. Well, there you go. Now, How do you think that segment went, Buzz? Now we know what that vampire's garlic is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, spiders. Are any of you guys unduly afraid of spiders? Yeah, I don't like them a lot. I wouldn't want to get bit by them, but if somebody's like, oh, this is... You know, like a harmless spider. I'm into, you know, letting them crawl on me really? and take a look at them. Gross. Yeah. They, just the spiderness of them doesn't creep me out. But I obviously, I don't want to get bit by a black widow or brown recluse or anything like that. Well, would you be willing to eat a spider <laughs> if it were in a taco? God, that reminds me of a date I went on. You ate a spider? <laughs> um, In a taco? Yeah. The less said, Did the a better. Spider eat you? Was there? Would, would there? I wouldn't do it just to say I did it. I mean, if it were a dare or something, or if there was like ten bucks on the line, Joanna, I, do it? I don't know. Joanna, what are you afraid of? I know Buzz is afraid of heights. Like that's one. Like if we if we got snakes. him up high, it was snakes. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. They slither. You don't see them till they the last don't have second. Legs. Some of them are poison. Indiana right? Jones hates them. They don't have legs. They got yeah. They just. Yeah. <laughs> snakes, right? Yeah. Would you eat a snake if it were in taco? <sighs> yeah, if it was just like meat and they yeah, were like, like, this chicken. is totally... Uh... Well, guess what? You can because the taco shop in El Paso now has new exotic selections 
for their tacos, what and one of, of them is a rattlesnake. They? Okay. I knew somebody was going to do an article never, about this. I've never eaten rattlesnake, but I know it's a big deal. Like in Sweetwater, they have the rattlesnake roundup in different oh, places. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes some of these wild game themed restaurants will have rattlesnake meat. So uh, that wouldn't be such tarantula? a big deal. Wait a minute. Did, is another selection of did meat. Did they get a zebra to a tarantula? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that. That would no, yeah. no, no. If it was like, oh, I just want to try it to see what it tastes like, I probably wouldn't do that. Uh, a it's giant like, water bug. Yeah, no. They Those look, look like, cockroaches. like cockroaches. No kidding. Asian forest scorpion. No, no scorpions. How about how about chicken larva? <laughs> no larva tacos. Really? Well, those are the new selections of taco meats. You can check out that article at KLEQ.com. Okay. And this is a a place in town? Yep. The taco shop. I'm sure they've got more traditional tacos. Can I just get regular chicken? (laughs) I'd rather eat any of those. You see a spider leg coming out of your I would rather eat Uh, all of those things you mentioned than a single peep. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) You're crazy. Crazy. Uh, here's telephone number to call the morning show. The studio line is 915-910-4995. That's 915-910-4995. You can leave a message for us on the neck line, which is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325 to leave us a message. So we do have some calls since yesterday off of the uh, neckline that we'll be getting to. Um, also, don't forget, we've got a few podcasts for you to listen to. Yeah. There's the Buzz Adams On Demand, which you can subscribe to just like a podcast, and you can get it on the mobile app, the KLAQ mobile app, or KLAQ.com. You can also get it just wherever you get your podcast. So any place you get your podcast, get the Buzz Adams Show On Demand. It's segments of that day's show. We've got the After Buzz, which is a daily podcast where we sit around and talk about the previous day's show and other things, sometimes items we didn't get to. Uh, it seems to be real popular. Nico assures me that it's really taken off with the listeners, and everybody loves it. Oh, millions. Jeez. Millions of millions of people. The one we did, so yesterday's After Buzz, Joanna came in, mm-hmm. and you know she does that about once every 15, 20 shows, maybe. <laughs> Not very often. Um, and we're into season two of the After Buzz. That's right. Season two. Season two. We've got bumper music now. Oh, yeah. That's right. And Buzz has a theme song. Mm-hmm. So check out the After Buzz. Get that where you get your podcast also on the KLAQ. Yesterday's app. episode was titled, Now That's What I Call Bumper Music 15. <laughs> Joanna's got a uh, bi-weekly podcast called the What the Buzz Podcast. Same deal with that on the KLAQ mobile app, klaq.com, or wherever you get your fine podcast from. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, thought we'd check a couple of calls off the neckline this morning. Uh, you can leave messages for us, and you could do that 24 hours a day, even on weekends, uh, using the neckline, which is 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. Let's get a look at our weekend forecast. It is the Easter weekend, and we're going to have warm temperatures, no rain in the forecast. For today, partly cloudy, uh, mostly sunshine, though, 86 for the high temperature today. This afternoon, winds are going to be up in the 10 to 15 mile an hour range. 
Look for oh, those man. winds to really start picking up sometime around uh, noon today. At 10 miles per hour, if I live on the mountain, that means I'm definitely getting wind. For Saturday, going to be some cloud cover. So there's going to be clouds, but still, even with all those clouds, we're not seeing any rain in the forecast. Winds are going to uh, peak out at about 10 to 15 tomorrow afternoon. And uh, again, around noon is when those winds are going to start picking up a little bit. 86 for the high temperature on Saturday. And for Easter Sunday, sunny. The sun is out. That means the eggs will go bad if you leave one. Mm -hmm. Don't you always worry about, oh, we didn't find that one egg. That's going to smell. It's going to smell. Not the plastic ones, but the The real eggs. The real eggs. The ones with the yellow uh, sunny on Sunday and 87 for the high temperatures. So it looks like a really nice weekend. Yeah, the wind is going to be blowing in the afternoons, but not not anything out of control. And El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. Or you can give them a call, 915-821-2122. That's 915-821-2122. For Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You could be a winner of $10,000. Just listen for those cash codes and enter them on the KLAQ mobile app. Over at the mobile app, you'll see a icon of a money bag and it says Go Fund Yourself. So you're looking for the Go Fund Yourself money bag. We give you a cash code keyword every hour starting at 8.15 and then every hour after that through about 5.15 in the afternoon. The more times you enter a, key- a keyword more entries, better your chance of winning every day. We've got a single $2,000 winner. So we give $2,000 a day away, and you could win $10,000 with the Q's GoFund Yourself cash codes. Our first one is headed your way in about an hour and a half. So uh, around 8.15 is when we're going to get to that first one. Let's go to the uh, neckline, find out what people were calling about since yesterday. Hey, guys, what's up? Good morning. Just want to explain really quick why they're called uh, illegal immigrants. Um, uh, when they come, present themselves at a port of entry and claim asylum, then they're not illegal immigrants. They're migrating, they come, they get their court date set up, all that. Another story. However, when they come and they cross the border illegally, committing a crime, that's that's why they're called illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it. Been trying to get through, talk a little bit more on this subject. But uh, y'all don't seem to answer. Y'all have a good day. Bye. First of all, let me address that we don't seem to answer. I keep a pretty good eye on the line, and it usually gets picked up mm-hmm. by Joanna. Uh, who's so, also producing the show, who's also checking the app chat messages. I, this could have been related okay. to, we were talking about Abbott sending busloads of what he calls and Fox News calls illegal immigrants, even though they're they're asylum seekers, meaning they presented themselves well, and said, we want to make it an asylum Let's just get this clear. We're not disagreeing with the caller, and the caller is not disagreeing with us. We actually have I believe the same we, definition. I believe we have the same definition. I believe we're on the same page. Except those people on the buses were not illegal immigrants, right? They had been federally processed, processed by CBP. As asylum seekers. Yes. So they had done their paperwork. They'd been given a court date. 
the fact that they got a bus ticket to Washington D.C., some of them said, "Oh, I was, you know, I was trying to get to New York anyway." So thanks, Governor Abbott, for the bus ticket. Um, now, as far as the asylum goes, I think what we what we're dealing with, in large part, is you've got some people who think that all asylum seekers are just pulling a pulling a scam. And trying to get in the country so they can go on welfare. Well, that that's not the case. People seek asylum for all kinds of reasons. They're displaced by war. Uh, maybe there's some kind of you know ethnic or minority or religious cleansing that's going on in their home country. That's what it's intended for. And yeah, that's what it's intended for. I think there are other people on the other side who think that nobody ever tries to come to this country for other than honest and pure reasons and that's probably not true either. well and there is something to it that uh 2018 uh there were care there were caravans of people who were collectively moving together from south america yeah, towards but, t- towards the border but just so there's no confusion here most of those people weren't oh we're going to sneak across when nobody's watching most of them were like we're going to find you know a port of entry or a border enforcement agent and we're going to say we're here to claim asylum. Now, whether their claims are valid or not, because a lot of them said that they came from just poverty and they're saying we don't want to go back there or it's corrupt. We might be killed if we go back there. Uh, but no. So they, but, but what international, international law, not just U.S. law, but U.S. law as well and international law says that someone seeking asylum has a right to make their case. Well, yeah, but we can we can talk honestly about the asylum system and say, you know what, it was not intended to take on four million people all claiming asylum at the same time. Um, it wasn't intended. That. Yeah, that that's getting overloaded for sure. Um, and that that was but the reason for agree, Title Forty Two. You would agree that tr- well, Title Forty Two was a claim to make it harder to to even make the claim by saying you gotta, you got to stay in Mexico. Well, or where you get deported no, no, back the, to Mexico. No, the real re- the 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 real reason there was just too many people for the border patrol to process and claim asylum laws. It would yeah, not. But Title Forty Two specifically said because we're in a pandemic. Yeah, they and said this okay. Is a health concern. But it was also because of the volume of people. Okay, but. Look at it this way. You've got some people who don't like the idea that people can come and make asylum claims. And in some cases, yeah, you're probably right. There are people that are making uh, invalid. Of course. You know, that's probably the case. But what a lot of people want to do is make it so that it's impossible to get to the point where you present yourself. To, the, so, to a judge right, even. Yeah. yeah, to even get to a border patrol crossing or, you know, so that's what a lot of this has to do with is preventing those people from getting to the point where they can make an asylum claim. And if you're wondering what the international laws on this are, well, uh, a couple that I can tell you about are the United Nations uh, Convention of 1951 and the United Nations 1967 Protocol about refugees who say that a refugee is a person who is unable to return to their home country who has fled their country because they're at risk of serious human rights violation and persecution um, an asylum seeker is somebody who wants to get this kind of recognition but hasn't gotten it yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a very complicated issue. And when people try and make it black or white, you can tell that either they're not they're intentionally ignoring all the complexities of this mm-hmm. because it's a hot button issue, you know. And people get really animated about this. You could talk to a lot of people who think that every single person who comes here 
Is by the way, yeah. this doesn't apply to Mexican citizens, by the way. There's a rule called OTM. So for asylum, uh, it doesn't apply to people coming from Mexico. And there are probably a lot of valid asylum claims for for whatever reason, the the way that this works is this applies to you see a lot of Haitians, you see a lot of people from Asia to Africa, from South America, from Central America coming up making these uh, asylum claims or hoping to make these asylum claims. Uh, here's another call off the neckline, then we're going to get to entertainment news. Do I have time for this one, Joanna, or should I save this one for when we get back? Let's save this Let's one. Let's save it. Also, unless you cover this in entertainment news, uh-huh. Molly Shannon, who was on Saturday Night Live, I'm trying to think of what her most famous, Mary Catherine Gallagher was probably her most fav, famous character. Mm-hmm. Sure. Superstar. She made a whole movie about it. Superstar. Superstar. Uh, she's written a book, and there's an insane story that she tells about being sexually assaulted by Gary Coleman. That's right. What? Gary Coleman, Arnold from Different Strokes. Well, now we know other what the strokes this, were. Other than this story, right? Not all different strokes are the good kind, <laughs> guys. But Molly Shannon, Mary Catherine Gallagher from Saturday Night Live, tells this story ab- about this very bizarre uh, run-in she had with Gary Coleman. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. It's the Ramones, and I want to be sedated. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Mm-hmm. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, Joanna. Happy Easter, Happy Joanna. Happy Easter, you guys. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on Good Friday brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Dyer and Monroe, check them out on social media or visit PumpingInkTattoo.com. I've got a neckline call or two. I've got the the story about Molly Molly Shannon from her new autobiography that involves a very unpleasant encounter with Gary Coleman. Ugh, weird. God, if the rest of this book is as interesting as this story... I'm going to be reading the Molly Shannon autobiography. <laughs> Joanna, did you have something uh, from the app chat you wanted to alert us about? Uh, yeah. Did you go to Lowe's yesterday and buy some plants? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> Interesting. I bought some some uh, gardening soil. I bought some plants and some other stuff. Sure. Great. Well, somebody saw me. Somebody in the app chat wants to know, can you ask Buzz what plants or flowers he bought at Lowe's yesterday? Oh, sure. I got a couple of, uh, they're called, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Bougainville or Bo- Bogan, Bogan, oh. Bogan, Bogan, no, Bougainville, I think. And they're kind of like these climbing vines. So I got a couple of those and I'm going to try oh, and get them pretty. going. So, uh, some color bowls for out on the deck and the patio. Now, will you maintain these throughout the year? Or will they just be there for the next couple I, weeks? Dude, sometimes I think I overwater them. Okay, Joanna, can I tell you what happens? I mean, I really okay. put in a lot of effort. Yeah, but my, okay, okay. So I have, every I have year, a brown thumb. I don't have a, I have a black year, thumb. Buzz buys all uh-huh. of these plants because he's like, I want it to look nice. Right. Okay. He doesn't plant them. No. He yes, just I puts do. them I on top too. of the grass in their planter still. Not, not, not Absolutely. True. I don't think that's how it, I've done I don't that know before anything about plants. With some of the stuff, ones, but... like the big color bowls, you're not Buddy, supposed to plant. All those. the ones you put out in the yard last year and they just died. 
I, I had to water the them. The guy that comes over once a week, no, he was supposed to plant those. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to do it. <laughs> the yard man was supposed to do some of that, and then he kind of pulled a no-show for so about six weeks last summer. <laughs> so Buzz just leaves the plants in oh their potter. Buzz. No, but he's talking about like transfer. sometimes there there are some that already come in a in a pot suitable for displaying. You're not supposed to transplant those. So that's probably what you're talking about. But you come over and I've already or Noe okay. has planted some, <laughs> some dif- oh different ornamental grasses and things like that, but uh-huh. it is true. Like so you know, you've heard the thing about people having a green thumb. Yeah. Some people just really have the knack. You I kill wish them I did. all. You they they won't be around well, eventually longer they than they're I mean, if you I, I wish I were better at it. No, but I do. I get out there. I water them. I weed. With the hose, I do every... just like full force, just like right no, in the Buzz. No, I don't. He's, He's not killing he it with a hose. I have like multiple different kinds of watering devices. Okay, but let's be honest. You you describe it. You're a black thumb. I, I don't have the best luck. That's for sure. But it sounds like you really enjoy you like, like getting it, yeah. it and then like watering them. I love the way Why they look like until they start dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I could just get all cactuses. Yeah, why don't you get all cactuses? <gasps> as look, I'm some of the people who have xeriscaping. I, I'm not knocking that in any way, and I know it's probably much more environmentally conscious in the Southwest. I've killed the aloe desert. plants. You have, <laughs> but it's hard to do. I don't know. That's just I don't know. They that heal ju- wounds, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that just does all the desert. Cactuses and stuff don't look very homey. Oh, and I, I love those like succulents, aloe vera plants, and cacti. Oh, yeah, succulents. You like those? Succ- <gasps> Lisa got me a succulent for Christmas. <laughs> I've forgotten to water it. Luckily, you don't have to water those like I don't even know where it is every right now. six weeks. But, but- oh, now that's a problem. The hell is that succulent? If it's like under your bed. Oh, I also got some sage yesterday. I really like the way sage. Are you going to? Are you going to sage your house? Limpia your house? Yeah. No. Didn't your girlfriend try and do that already? Probably do that. Yeah. A different girlfriend did. Oh. A previous girlfriend did. Oh, not the same at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, Buzz so is not like some other chick showed up and started smudging my house. Can you imagine, Buzz is over there coughing. Have you heard? He's call, the bad energy in the house. They call it. It's you. You must leave. Have you ever heard him call it smudging? Like smudging, I'm gonna yeah. smudge the room. Mm-mm. And they get like a feather or something to what? Air out the All smoke I know is stuff. that the smoke you smells this terrible. Stuff. It's not a good smell. The no. smoke is terrible. I like the smell of sage, but whatever they do this smudging with it smells awful. Uh, let's get to this. Let's get at least to this neckline <laughs> call because Nico, it's for you. So I want. Oh, you, okay, cool. I want your attention undivided, please. Buzz, why do you let Nico talk? I don't know. Half the stuff that comes out of his mouth is BS. True. All the stuff he's saying about truck drivers is not true. <laughs> I have so many friends that are truck drivers. They're very good people, good Christians. They care for people. They'll stop for to help people on the side of the road. And then you let this bozo spew this crap out of his mouth? Come on, man. Get your back together. Uh, for, uh, you are preaching to the choir, sir. And I, I thought I was pretty clear. I thought Joanna was very clear. Uh, we were talking about this truck driver who'd been sentenced to life in prison. He put up flyers looking for young boys to be. And, and right. The story is very serious. 
Then you started making comments. I about did what I said it was stereotypes a, about truckers. What I said was a parent that lets their child go off with a trucker, a stranger, is one thing. Nah. But two, the stereotype of the trucker job. Now I'm not saying this is true. Not again. Stereotypes aren't true. You're bringing it up yet again, though. And stigma isn't true. But I will say that serial killers in a lot of movies have been truck drivers. Name three. <laughs> I spit on your grave. There was three of them in the same movie. Yeah, there were. Not counting sequels. <laughs> <laughs> that one with J.T. Walsh, he was definitely... Listen, you're getting me <laughs> off the point here. I know lots of truckers. I, I do, have, too. I have relatives that are truckers. Emily's and husband's a trucker. They're good, good people. Absolutely. And they work hard, and if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have a lot Anything. of the stuff. But I bet one of them's a serial killer. And I also wouldn't let my kids, you know, go with them, even the ones I know. Yeah, would you let your kid go with any stranger? No. Then why are you picking but on truck But especially a trucker. A trucker, well, a comedian, or a carny are the three professions you don't want your kids going there, There's no... I don't <laughs> oh know God. where this negative what's your, connotation what's your that you have about Wait, truckers. You guys don't know about carnies? Well, yeah, carnies for sure. Well, I mean... Oh, so you say you agree there are professionals. Well, I have some carny friends that are good people that we should not be making fun of. They might be good people, but they all smoke meth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. That's my point. But right. (laughs) Even when I told you what an idiotic thing to say that. Well, you could think it's idiotic. I don't think it's idiotic. You're gonna, st- you're gonna. Stand yeah, because I don't think it. it's idiotic. I think it it's a true stereo- stereotype. Wh- what? I think that there is a real stereotype about truckers. And, and you think it's true? No, 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 no. I, I you meant, said it's a true stereotype. No, I meant I said it, I think it's a real one, like a, a stereotype that exists um, among people. But I don't think. No, I don't think any stereotype is necessarily true. These are. M- These are fighting words. Modern day heroes of the highway. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree. We're on the same page here. An almost, I'm sure, minuscule percentage of truck drivers engage in any crime at all, much less serial killing. Right. But at least one. (laughs) Yeah, there was that one. (laughs) (laughs) I remember there was one famous case of a truck driver who was... Oh, you know what? Eileen Warnos was a hitchhiker that often... Targeted truck drivers. Okay, now so there is the opposite. Yeah, that's a true. <laughs> yeah, that's but, what I like about Nico. He sticks to things. Yeah, no matter how no stupid matter how it is. No matter how dumb it is. Just goes to show you that the the world inside my mind just doesn't look like the outside I, world. I apologize, but I do want the caller to know. Yeah, immediately I told Nico that he was. Buzz an and idiot. I don't share that. Both, we, neither one of. Oh, us. they were saying they hate truckers off air. They were just like, ugh. No, we weren't. <laughs> you douche. <laughs> Molly Shannon has a book coming out called Hello Molly. <laughs> like Hello Dolly. Molly was a was a really good cast member. She did some real quality. She did the sweaty balls. Sweaty you know, balls? You know, she Shredded was balls. one of the sweaty balls lady. What else do you remember? Mary well, Catherine Mary Gallagher. Catherine Gallagher. And I had a friend, I don't know why, but it was a girl. And she would do the thing where every time she would put her hands between her armpits. And, and then she would like flip, to smell them. Flip them out and <laughs> In her book, Molly Shannon talks about being sexually harassed by Gary Coleman. And that is in itself so shocking and 
But then she gives some details. It was back when she was first getting into showbiz, so she wasn't famous from SNL yet. Her agent was Gary Coleman's agent. Um, the agent, according to Molly Shannon, took her to Gary's apartment to meet him and left them alone together. Gary had Molly sit down on his bed, which I'm just picturing as a bunk bed. I don't know that that's true, but that's the way it was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Willis was on bottom and Arnold was on top. But this, th- these are pretty serious uh, allegations. Yes. It, by the way, Gary's dead. Gary passed away several mm-hmm. years ago, so he can't defend himself. Yeah, I guess he can't, you know, give his his side of it. But according to Molly Shannon, Gary Coleman had her sit down on his bed and started tickling her. <clears throat> but then he got more aggressive. Molly says she was trying to be polite, but that he was, in her words, relentless. He was. <laughs> He was bouncing on the bed, trying to kiss her and get on top of her. Every time she threw him off, he would get back on her. I'm picturing like a really, really aggressive, leg-humping dog. Like a little dog that just won't let go. Um, She said eventually she'd had enough. And when she got up to leave, Gary grabbed onto her leg and she had to kick him off. I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's an assault. But She said she finally got away and locked herself in the bathroom. Oh, my God. When she did that, she says, Gary stuck his hands under the door and said, I can see you, silly Billy. She finally escaped Gary Coleman's apartment and told the agent that he needed to keep a much closer eye on his client. Yeah. But she says that she still wishes that she had stood up for herself more. How much do you think that agent gets in commission? 5%? No. Half off? Well, like any agent's going to get like like 12, 12 to 15 probably. Mm. Depending on the age. I don't know. He was Gary Coleman's agent, so, <laughs> you know, he's not quite, <laughs> it's not like he's Gersh or anything. <laughs> This new book is called Hello, Molly. And I think I've got to kind of hear the audio Yeah, absolutely. Of I don't have it, but... <laughs> All right. I'm just saying there's probably going to be an audio bread by the author. That. Oh, my God. <laughs> you whetted the appetite. Uh, speaking of scandalous celebrity gossip, the Kardashians are apparently back. I saw that their new show popped up on Hulu. Oh, Hulu keeps I, pushing that on me. I, it keeps pushing I it on me. I had to block it. And I wished it was on Netflix so I could double thumbs up it, and that way it would push it on Nico. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta talk. We gotta talk about this. What? I got into a Netflix battle last night with Buzz's girlfriend. What? Oh my god. All right, save that for a second. Anyway, the Kardashians are that. now on Hulu and mm-hmm. if you've got Hulu, I don't know what I did or what gods I pissed off, but the Hulu really wants me to watch the Kardashians new show, but it's not going to happen. So, you're telling me when we come back, you will tell me about this Netflix fight that you and my girlfriend got into. Absolutely. There were no words exchanged. Not right? one word was exchanged. It was just like changing subtitles and stuff. Well, don't give it away okay. before I bring right. it up. We'll, we'll have it coming up. Uh, I did not know about this. I didn't even know that there, you know, that she was grumpy. But we'll find out later.
Thanks a lot, Nico. <laughs> Let's take a break and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got uh, comedy this weekend at the El Paso Comic Strip. No show on Easter Sunday, though. So that Comic is Strip correct, is dark sir. on Sunday. Who's in town? It is Mr. Tim Mathis, who was a, a winner for Houston's Heart in the City contest with Kevin Hart, and also Mr. Ku Ugenti of Houston as well. All right. So uh, co-headliners. That's right. This week. There's a show tonight. There are two shows on Saturday, but no show on Sunday at the El Paso Comic Strip. All right, so tell me about this Netflix uh, battle. <laughs> so, obviously, we everybody might might not know, but you and I share a Netflix. Well, you share my parents' Netflix <laughs> right, account. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> I have my own Netflix, you, but I'm logged on to yours okay. at my house. I pay for Netflix. Tell me night. right now what your username and password is. I don't know. Then how do you know you pay for it? Because uh, I get a bill. You do? Yep. You saw the bill and you said you saw Netflix was on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. Yeah. Well, anyways, your girlfriend is also on my family's Netflix, I guess. Well, she just <laughs> logs on to your. Net- she thinks it's mine. <laughs> In fact, she said before, "Why is Nico on our Netflix?" <laughs> our Netflix. <laughs> That's adorable. Did you tell her? No. Nico, you're in a Netflix throuple. I don't think I have. No, he's in like a octuple because his mom, his dad, his grandma, somebody named Cinnabon's on it. My Nina Yvonne. My Nina Bon. Okay. Anyways, so yesterday. Anyway, I'm afraid to to sign out because I think I might have trouble signing in back into mine. Uh Oh, you will. Because I don't know. I don't remember. Because you don't know any. Look, Path of Least Resistance says leave well enough alone. (laughs) Anybody who's keeping track of my life philosophy, that is part of the golden rule. You're also paying. Number one, path of least resistance. Number two, leave well enough alone. You're basically throwing $20 a month away. Number three, don't fix it if it ain't broke. All right. So, Joanna, yesterday I'm watching Mm -hmm. The Flash. I'm really into it. It's like at the, the, the climax of the episode. And all of a sudden, the subtitles change to Spanish. Oh in the God. middle of in the, the show? Middle of the yeah. Show. So then I go, what the hell is this? So I go back. I switch them. And uh, then I go, oh, then I go make dinner, and then I come back. Switched again! <laughs> oh, no. And then I knew what was happening. I was like, all right, this is definitely Buzz's girlfriend. She's the only one that... Uh, in, in her defense, I would say she's probably unaware. She probably of, is. She didn't know that she was in this battle. <laughs> right. she was this like, is a battle what? she wasn't Why aware. Why is it not like working? The Netflix yeah. is being weird. I said Netflix reset again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, do you love my impression of my girlfriend? I do. And then, Uh, was it just the subtitles? Because sometimes she'll watch like Shameless in in Spanish. Spanish. Did the audio ever change to Spanish? Hola, soy Francisco Gallegar. Because I noticed she'd been doing that a lot recently. So the audio didn't change, just the subtitles? Just the subtitles. So, um... No, I, I was lucky the battle didn't escalate from there. We were able to make a piece, and oh, I was Joanna, able to watch it. There's a new episode of Severance today on Apple Plus. If only you had my if password. If only I had a password. Nico's Logan. supposed to give it to you. He was. We were supposed to exchange. Oh, I actually was going to tell you, I, I can't find Buzz's, because uh, that's connected to his iPhone account. I don't know anything about his iPhone yeah, or iPhone's Apple. iPhone's connected to the Netflix. <laughs> the Netflix connected to the Apple Plus. <laughs> The Apple Plus connected to the two bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Was that it? That's, that was, that's that all. Was the battle. It was wasn't, a good battle. It was a good battle. All right. Let me see what else we have. Yeah, we got another call from the neckline. Hey, good morning, Kelly Q, Buzz Adams Show. Love you guys. Um, just one question. Maybe some people have thought about it or not. Just wanted to know whatever happened to the Great Wolf, the Alco Park that was coming to El Paso. It just stopped, disappeared. Maybe you guys can shine some light on that because we could really use it. I mean, spring's here, summer's coming up. El Paso needs some entertainment. So whatever happened with that, the Great Wolf. Bye. Uh, Rick out. Rick. Rick. Out. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs kind of like a little, a little sign off. A little, you know, or some kind of tag, like, so that we know who it is. So, Rick. And then uh, ODG. Yeah, we know what his is. Stoner guy. <laughs> yeah, that's his. Guy impersonating ODG. Okay, so great. Well, the Great Wolf Lodge yeah, was a, a water question. park. What happened? And it had made a deal to buy some land in the uh, west side. Like by Trans Mountain, kind by of. By right? Trans Mountain. Really, it was Arcraft Boulevard and I 10. And they were going to put in this awesome water park that looked just amazing. It also Have you ever has, been to uh, a Great Wolf? Have you ever stayed at a Great Wolf? I've never stayed there, but it has like a hotel on I, the premises. It has like a. I, I've stayed at one, and it's going to set you back. So, like, I went with my brother oh, it's and expensive. his kids and his wife and my mom and dad and my kids went, and it. Yeah. It's absolutely going to set you back several hundreds of dollars. Also, but, don't you have to be a member? or uh, No, you have to be a guest. Like, okay. My understanding was you couldn't buy a day pass. So that turned off a lot of people who were thinking, oh, we'll go over and we'll pay 20 bucks like you would at a water park. It's, I think it part wasn't of like the, that. I think part of the deal was... You'd be a member of the no, club. No, 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 no. Not a member a guest of the lodge because it's a hotel. You've got to stay at the thing, which a lot of people oh, only don't only the people staying there? No, I think there was a membership there was a membership where Well, there might have been, but my understanding But you couldn't just go for the day. You couldn't just like pack up your family and then expect to like you said a day pass. To the best of my understanding, that's right. You yeah. needed to be a guest of the lodge. And that was pretty expensive, but yeah, it's a huge water park. They got multiple water slides that are really tall, like five stories tall, all inside. Mm -hmm. So you can go, you can go any time of year. Well, not to build this up anymore, but it's, it's not, not coming. coming. Right? <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I thought it was their decision, though. It was. They pulled. <clears throat> they pulled out. The Great Wolf Lodge Resort Company announced last year it was pulling out of the plan due to the pandemic, but. Good news. Uh, uh, El Paso City Council Tuesday unanimously agreed to sell a prime piece of real estate. Uh, there, The land that was going to go to the Great Wolf Lodge, the city already has sold to a company called VTRE Development for a uh, industrial multifamily retail uh, project. Oh, okay. Like kind of the stuff they already have All out already there have, around Minecraft. Yeah. Exactly. Which is cool. I mean, they got a lot of shops and a lot of restaurants. That whole, I forget what it's called. Is it like Copper Canyon or Canyon? Cinnamon. Cimarron. Cimarron. Cimarron, right? Cinnamon. Let me tell you what is going to be huge. And they they broke ground on it, and they're already starting to build. It's this multi-use acreage next to Painted Dunes. And Paul Foster's involved in it. And where, it, remind, just the scale of it. Remind us where Painted Dunes is, or remind me. Northeast El Paso. So 
you're taking 54 and then eventually 54 ends. You hang a left up there. I, I, I don't know. I drive it once a week for sure, but I don't remember what the name of the road is. But where Painted Dunes is, across the street from that, as far as the eye can see, it's going to have public spaces like parks. It's going to have everything from apartments, condos, starter homes, to really big, expensive homes. You so, don't need to leave the Northeast. It's going to be, uh, it's going to have shopping. It's yeah. going to have all kinds. It's going to be like a little city kind of unto itself. But I think what I had heard over 19,000 units in the form of apartments, condos, and single family dwellings. Which, and, and those range from, like I say, starter homes to, I think, pretty much mansions are going to be out there. Wow. I'm thinking of it kind of being like a, uh, you know, not identical, but think of the Montecio on Mesa. Yeah. You know, where they've got the apartments, but they've also got the shops right next to it. You can go to your gym. You can go to, you know, there's multiple yeah. no, gyms I love that. over there. I love living next to it. But I think this is even <laughs> going to be bigger. Just judging by what's out there already and how they kind of have it spaced out, I think this is going to be the biggest thing to hit the Northeast in a long, long time. Since Fort Bliss, probably. Okay. Um, so 120 years? You know, I think Great Wolf counted on, oh, people are coming through on their way, you know, because the I-10 corridor right. goes right. from a lot of places to a lot of places, and that people are going to stop along the way and stay at Great, Great Wolf Lodge, and maybe they decided uh, not as many people were going to do that. I know that a lot of El Pasoans, when you found out like what the price was, and I believe you have to be a guest. Maybe that's only in the peak seasons. But my understanding was you have to be staying at the lodge. It's called right. a hotel. Let's just call it a hotel, whatever a lodge is. Well, it's called Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah, but for simplicity's sake. It's but a lodge, if right? they weren't getting enough Which money is like out a hotel. of you... They had like a Harry Potter style adventure. They didn't say Harry Potter, but this is another thing. So they were like, like a wizarding adventure. It's a wizarding it's adventure. Larry Get a load of this. <laughs> For an extra seventy dollars. Oh my god! Plus, you had to buy an electronic wand. Your kids went. From, wand uh, not oh, included. Wand not included. <laughs> but they got to keep it. And there were d clues throughout the hotel, so you had kids dressed up like freaking Harry Potter. <laughs> Up and down the elevator, going from floor to floor doing this. This is the one that's in Grapevine, Texas, in case you're wondering. And I don't know if this is still another thing, but on top of how expensive it was to stay... And let me just say, it was worth it. We had a great family time. But on top of that, it's like, oh, for an extra... How many kids were there? Three? Almost $300. You can send your kids out. It's like, you have this huge water thing. Why do you have to do wizard crap? It's going to set me back another 300 well, bucks. Well, it turns out the water's better with wizards. No, they didn't. It was a completely different thing. Okay. The wizard stuff was complete. It was where people were staying. So kids were running around looking for clues. You had to shake your electronic wand at the clue to get the next thing. And let me, let me tell you, they had designed, they had thought of every angle to soak money out of you <laughs> when you stay at this place. <laughs> And I don't know if that's what El Paso is really looking for. <laughs> well, they say pandemic. Psychologic. Who does? Great Wolf? Great Wolf Hodge. Okay. What a lucky sure. coincidence there was a pandemic. Yeah. Lucky them. 
All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. And... More neckline calls, any? Yeah, possibly. I'll check them. We might have some more neckline calls coming up. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, coming up, I uh, need to let you know news in about 20 minutes. In about 30 minutes, give or take, we're going to have our first cash code keyword of the day. Enter those keywords on the KLAQ mobile app. So you want to look for a thing that looks like a money bag. So a money bag icon that says go fund yourself. You could go fund yourself to the tune of $10,000. Go fund yourself. Or you could be a daily $2,000 winner. All you have to do is listen for those hourly cash code keywords and enter them. The more that you enter, the more entries, the better your chance of winning. So $2,000 every day for a lucky winner, and you could even win $10,000 with the cash code keywords. Go fund yourself. Uh, Joanna had an am I the a-hole about, uh, okay, let me just see if I can summarize. Mm-hmm. The husband wanted to name their child, whether it was a boy or a girl, after his grandpa, Theodore. Yes. Or Ted. Mm-hmm. So, Theodore, if it's a boy, Theodore, if it's a girl. But they were going to call the the kid Ted, Teddy, anyway. Mm-hmm. Their last name, Bundy. <laughs> yes. Ted Teddy Bundy? Bundy. And the mom didn't like it. She's and like, don't you see a problem with I that? Couldn't have, I could not have agreed more He's wholeheartedly. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah. That's a great name. It's a strong family name. You know, I was just talking to my friend, Dahmer, and his kid, <laughs> Jeffy. It's a family name. He is the fourth Ted Bundy. Uh, but you had a few more like people suggesting what they think are, are bad baby names. Oh, okay. some, of them are, some of them are obvious, but then some of them are like, Boy, you really got to twist your mind around to to get to that point, right? Well, so yeah, parents on the mommy forum. Mums, oh God, that's got to be the worst. Mommy forums have oh, got to no. be the worst. Mumsnet have chimed in with their choices for the absolute worst baby names that mothers still love. So these are baby names that moms still love. Yes, apparently are still being used. Luna. Hmm. And they say because it's a pet name. Now, I haven't heard a pet named Luna before, but... I've heard of more dogs named Luna than kids named Luna. Yeah. Maybe I've heard of a kid named Luna before, but I'm not really sure. I'm naming my next cat Luna. Are you really? Oh, you know what? There was a character in Harry Potter. Luna Luna. Lovegood. Oh, right. Probably a lot of Harry Potter fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can tell already, this is a mom website, but it's for white moms. I can already tell. (laughs) (laughs) Mercedes, as a parent said, she's a child, not a car. Or as Buzz says, she could be a stripper. Academy Award winning actress Mercedes Rule. I think there was somebody in classical literature named Mercedes, but yeah, it's you a do common, think about car and stripper. It's a common Spanish name too, Mercedes. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. You say it like that? Mercedes. Yeah, I have okay. an aunt named Mercedes. Okay. We call Ale- her Mercy. You call her Mercy? Yeah. Merce. Alexa. Oh. Because it's just too much like the virtual assistant. Imagine right now you just said it. Alexa. Everybody's Alexa just went off. Alexa, come here, Alexa. Alexa. 
That's why I'm going to name my next kid Hey Google. Because <laughs> I don't have Alexa. But I have Hey Google. I've got a kid named Google. That way, when I call the kid, at least somebody will answer. <laughs> uh, they put up the name Graham because, some, as somebody said, it sounds like Gray Ham. Graham. <laughs> Now, that one kind of sounds like a stretch for me. You could spell it a different way. G-R-A-E-M-E. Greme? No, just Graham. Grace, because there are very few accents that say it gracefully. Can you do grace in your girlfriend's accent? Grace. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. Is grace a common name in Spanish-speaking countries? No. What'd you say, Joanna? I don't know. No, I guess not. Do it in your German accent. Grace! Oh my God. That sounds scary. I, I think Grace is a timeless name. I think it's a very graceful name. I mean, seriously, I think it's a beautiful name. But you got to agree, it's hard to say in... in... I've never thought about it All before. Right. Fanny! For Nobody's, obvious nobody has Come named on. a little girl Fanny we for know like some, 150. We know some Fannies are probably out there. Is it short for anything? Fanny? Or is it a nickname? No, Fanny's a name. I've never met a Fanny that I didn't <laughs> like. <laughs> no, I know. I've never met a he girl. He likes all the Fannies he's met. The only Fannies are like... Fanny you know, Mae. Well, Freddie Mac. <laughs> I was thinking of like Fanny... Was it Fanny, Fanny Bryce? Pack? Fanny Bryce, who was the character that Barbara Streisand plays in Funny Girl. But like I say, she lived like 150 years ago. The Fanny Pack had to be named for somebody, maybe? I think that was named because it's supposed to be close to your butt. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. But what? have you ever met a kid named... Wait, you didn't know that, Joanna? No. The I was fa- today years old. Hey, <gasps> your Fanny Pack was meant to go like right on your butt, yeah. I mean, I'm going on an assumption here, but why else would they call it a fanny pack? Although fanny means something different if you're in England. What does it mean in England? Uh, okay, so not the butt, but the other side on a woman. So The front? Uh, yeah. The front? No. That's your fanny in England. If you say fanny, it's, you know. Oh, it is. The term fanny in Irish is applied exclusively to female parts. Genitalia. Yeah, so whatever you're wearing, it isn't a fanny pack. <gasps> it's, oh. a, it's a waist belt or waist pouch. Although, it's actually worn closer to the Irish version of fanny than the American version of fanny. It actually makes <laughs> it more does, sense. Right? Yeah, kind of does. <laughs> you're, you're much closer to what the Irish call fanny, and England too. All right. Fanny is fanny definitely pack. your hoo-ha. Two more names left, <laughs> and these are my favorite. Lana. Oh, because Lana Del Rey sucks. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. I oh, love she doesn't. Summertime sadness. Oh. No, uh, because Lana spelled backwards looks rather rude. <laughs> okay, it's really dumb. No, that's great. You were the first person yesterday to say, like, look, anybody wants to know how their kid will be made fun of? Ask me, and I'll say, come up with an exact thing to say. Well, I can put myself into the mindset of a cruel fourth grader. <laughs> so if. <laughs> Whatever whatever name you're going to give your kid, it's going to get picked on one way or the other. All right. Try and pick on this one. The number one uh, worst baby name, Mia. Because Mia? it means missing in action. <laughs> <laughs> so, dumb. <laughs> so dumb. That's great. 
They're not wrong. It kind of does. <laughs> Maybe it's like part of a legal plea, a mea culpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's mea. Mea culpa. Oh. Mia's a good name. Yeah, is a good name. Hey, missing in action. Where are you? Wasn't that the name of Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction? Mia Wallace. Mia Wallace. Mia Wallace. Um, do you want to hear a few calls about our movie topic, which was movie moments that made you gasp audibly? Yeah, definitely. That was a good mm-hmm. segment. A lot of people uh, were chiming in. Hey, you guys were talking about yesterday about the, you know, those gasp moments in movies. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that kind of got me was gasp. It was like the crying game. And I'm pretty sure you know which which moment I'm talking about. It was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was taken back and I was like, ugh. I was like, gasp. You know, in that part of the movie. So uh, you haven't seen The Crying Game? Uh, you, got, you, need, you need to see that movie. You'll be gasped. It took me by surprise. You know, I saw The Crying Game in theaters. Is that the I one where it ends up being a... Yeah. Guy? So the female lead was played by this actor named Jay Davidson. I believe it was Jay Davidson. Yep, it is. J A Y E. Somehow that had been spoiled and it was really before stuff got spoiled. Like somehow I knew the big twist was that this beautiful woman was actually a guy. And you're like, ew. No. I suggest that it. Do, do you think there are some people who, before they go see a movie, they they look up, are there any spoilers because they want to know what the spoilers are for the movies? Yeah, I know. I have oh, some, yeah, definitely. I have friends that like prefer to know the context of the movie or whatever they're going in before they see it. I'm, I'm in some kind of middle ground. My friend Jeff, who still lives in our hometown, which you can see uh, on weekly episodes of uh, Reservation Re- Dogs. Reservation Dogs. <laughs> you can see my, my really crappy hometown. Amazing. He won't watch movie commercials and he won't watch trailers if we go see a movie and the trailers are going on he'll stand outside because he considers any he doesn't want to know anything about the movie oh my god at all he will totally boycott the commercials on tv he'll stand outside the theater i'm not like that but also i don't want to actively know sometimes it's hard to avoid um I've got to go through these because now I've got so many neckline calls saved. It's hard to find the specific ones that I'm looking for. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Tobias. Hey, I was calling you guys because I wanted to give you a, not necessarily a movie, but a show that left me gasping. Uh, It was Breaking Bad when they killed Hank in the middle of the desert. It was just the most amazing scene I've ever seen. All right, bye. All right. Appreciate that. We did get a few show suggestions in the app chat. I think there are a few in Breaking Bad where Gus gets blown up and he walks outside after getting getting blown up mm-hmm. in, in the hospital room and he straightens his tie and half of his face is... <laughs> oh, is that... Did you not watch Breaking Bad? No, I didn't. God. I saw the first no. season. Yeah. You didn't see it either, John? When the turtle no. comes out with Danny Trejo's head on the back of the turtle, that was a real <laughs> gasp moment. What else did we get? In the app chat, they said Walking Dead when Beth gets killed. Oh, you know what? I remember thinking good. Why? You didn't like that character? Why? Annoying. 
Maybe retrospectively. Finally. After the actress who played Beth was off the show, she was on, and she only wanted to talk about her her music career. <laughs> and you're like, ugh. And then she's like, oh, uh, you know, I really didn't get into the show. I'm not a fan. And I'm like, I'm glad the zombies got you, man. F you. Oh, you know what was the, the real... The zombies didn't get Beth. Who? Which one's... Is Beth the younger the sister? The sister of uh, Maggie. Yeah, I thought the zombies... What happened No, to her? remember? They were outside of, I want to say, a hospital. Yeah. There was that season that where they were in the hospital. like, stabbed her in the back. Yeah. I cared so little for the character. You're right. I don't even remember. But the real gas moment was, I think, earlier that season where the little girl was fascinated by the zombies and wouldn't quit playing, and Carol just totally <gasps> put her down. She just told her... Look at the flowers. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was a gasping moment. She mice and mender. <laughs> of mice and mender. Oh, I could not understand yeah, what he was trying to say. <laughs> she of mice and mend her. That, I think I probably gasped out loud on that one. That was hard to believe. Because mm-hmm. it was like, come over here and look at the pretty flowers. Did you gasp when, did Rick have to shoot his kid? No. Or how did the kid die? Left him alone in like a... I forget if it was like a railroad boxcar. He had been bitten, so he was going to turn, and they Mm -hmm. left him alone with a gun, you know, to finish things up. Mm. This last, this most recent season, I dread watching the... I'm so over The Walking Dead, but I feel like I've invested so much in it. I force myself. I force myself to watch The Walking Dead. Now they've got, like, there's a town that kind of, like, you can get ice cream there. You know how civilization collapsed? <laughs> they got this town, and they got these guards that are all dressed like stormtroopers. I swear to God, they're dressed like stormtroopers. They really are. Let's have you seen? Yeah, I've watched it with you, yeah. And I asked you, why do they all have, like, hockey gear on now? It's awful. Or every paintball gear. Every season Oh, my is, God, they do look like paintball oh gear. yeah. Right, and there's one guy who wears orange, and he's like the commander of them. But all of it is just so awful and so terrible. But I won't give up. I'll keep sticking it out. Every season is like, oh, okay, well, here are these bad people. And we're going to find out, you know, eventually you're going to find out, oh, there's trouble in paradise. Not everything's (laughs) as good as it seems. The whole thing last week, they had a guy who was doing the worst Southern accent. It turned out he was a British actor. And it was like, oh, my God, that is... That is not a southern accent that exists anywhere at any point in history in the United States. So there are just so many things that have Wrong turned me off yeah. of Walking Dead. So why don't I just quit cold turkey? I can't quit you. I'm not a you. quitter. I can't quit you. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show has been brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Dyer and Monroe. Check them out on social media or visit PumpingInkTattoo.com. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, let's uh, do some news headlines with Nico Ajimi. Good <laughs> Thank, morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. Oh, Catan's coming back. Catan is coming back in a couple weeks. All right, the McBride fire in Ruidoso has now burned over 5,000 acres and claimed two lives. On Thursday, crews said conditions were finally safe enough to get more air support up in the sky. Officials are confident that containment numbers could go up with the progress they've made. 207 homes have now been lost since the McBride fire began Tuesday afternoon on McBride Drive. 
Officials said there are no new evacuations, but they also said it's still not safe enough for residents to start returning to their homes. So all current evacuations are holding. According to the New Mexico Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, the fire was caused by a wind-blown downed power line. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warned that a total of 1 million Americans could be lost to COVID-19 by the first week of May, based on current models. The model forecasts that approximately 6,000 more virus-related deaths could occur in the U.S. over the next two weeks. Daily death rates are projected to decline in the weeks to come, which makes predicting exactly when the country passes the 1 million mark more difficult. COVID-19-related hospital admission levels in the U.S. are predicted to remain stable or have an uncertain trend. Last week was the first week since January that hospital admissions were not expected to decline. I got, I got a question. Does it say anywhere in the story, because I, I would assume most of these uh, American deaths are people who are unvaccinated for one reason or another. It it does not uh, But I think that those. would be a huge, huge part of the story, though, if we knew. Um, yeah, I mean, the, including all the people that died before the vaccines were uh, available. Well, I mean, we're coming up on the one million mark, but I'm just saying the, the deaths that are taking place now are much more likely to be among the unvaccinated. Well, you also have to think about it. It's been, what, two years since the start of the, of the pandemic? More. Two and a half? Not quite, but more than two. Okay, well... Uh, the flu is only known to kill about uh, 70,000 people a year. So this is about four or five times as many people as the the flu would kill yep. in two COVID years. COVID is not the same thing as just a different strain of the flu as much as some people have repeated right. that. I mean, it's much more dangerous, much more deadly. Data and, and we know that that's not the case. Well, And definitely getting vaccinated is, you know, unless you fall under some very weird... Uh, circumstances, getting the vaccine. If there's nothing preventing you medically, you should probably right. There are still some it. cases where you can't get it or shouldn't yeah. get it, but other other so than that, take those aside. And you know, if it's just a personal decision that doesn't have anything to do with medical advice, you you can protect yourself by getting the vaccine. Here is uh, epidemiologist at Harvard Medical School, Dr. John Brownstein, talking about how we're on the cusp of a new wave. The Independent Restaurant Coalition announced Thursday that over half of independent restaurants and bars that have not received revitalization, revitalization funds or grants anticipate that they'll be permanently closed within six months. The RRF is a $28 billion grant program for struggling restaurants and bars that President Joe Biden signed into law in 2021 as a part of the American Rescue Plan. Despite nearly 300,000 restaurants and bars that applied for RRF grants in 2021, only about one in three received them. In January of 2022, over 80% of restaurants that did not receive a grant reported that they're on the verge of permanent closure. At least 90,000 restaurants and bars have closed since the beginning of the pandemic. Despite adding back 1.7 million jobs last year, employment and hospitality remains at just 10.3% pre-pandemic February levels, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics reported. It's kind of sad to see uh, some restaurants go. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Thursday signed into law a bill that bans nearly all abortions after 15 weeks, the same gestational limit currently being reviewed by the U.S. Supreme Court. The new law, which passes the state Senate in March, will go into effect July 1st. Under the law, there are no exceptions for abortion in the case of rape or incest, but it does allow for exceptions in the fetus if the fetus has a fatal abnormality or in cases where the mother is at risk of death. 
Those exceptions would require written certification from physicians. The new law in Florida comes at the same time that legislatures in Oklahoma and Kentucky have also taken action to limit abortion access. Since the Roe v. Wade ruling in 1992 Planned Parenthood v. Casey ruling that affirmed the decision, the court has never allowed states to prohibit the termination of pregnancies prior to fetal viability outside the womb, roughly about 24 weeks, according to medical experts. Here's Ron DeSantis talking about the bill. All right. Ukrainian government officials claimed Wednesday that its armed forces fired missiles that struck Russia's Black Sea Fleet flagship vessel, the Moskova. Ukrainian presidential advisor Oleski Arestovich and Anton Garashenko uh, said there was an explosion and that the cruiser is on fire. The governor of Odessa claimed on Telegram that two anti-ship cruise missiles struck the cruiser in the Black Sea, causing very serious damage. Russia said the ship was seriously damaged as well, but did not confirm that it was due to Ukrainian strikes. Russia claimed that there was a fire on board the ship and that forced all 500 members of the crew to evacuate. Russia later said that the fire aboard the Moskova uh, will be towed to port. Russia Defense Ministry said that the main missile weapons on board were not damaged, but made no mention of a missile strike in its statement. A senior U.S. defense official told reporters on Thursday afternoon that the U.S. assessed that the crew of the Moskova was still battling a fire aboard the ship. That would be even more humiliating if your ship sank... <laughs> like if the pride of your fleet sank and it was just because you guys let a, let fire a fire get out of control. Yeah, what's worse? <laughs> that you that you got, messed it up yourself? Right. <laughs> or it was the enemy? Yeah, the flagship. The man accused of opening fire and shooting 10 people and injuring 29 on a rush hour subway train in Brooklyn, New York, was ordered to be held without bail following his first court appearance. Police arrested Frank Robert James, 62, Wednesday following an intense manhunt. James was charged in a criminal complaint with committing a terrorist act on a mass transportation vehicle and was subsequently transferred to federal custody. He faces a maximum sentence of life in prison if convicted. James didn't enter a plea during court hearings and only answered a few yes or no questions. U.S. Magistrate Judge Rome Mann did not rule out a future bail application. Here's one of the prosecutors in the case. A federal jury found ISIS fighter El Shafi El Sheikh guilty on all counts of being part of a core group of British terrorists known as the Beatles, who held hostage 26 Westerners in a conspiracy that led to the murders of four Americans and at least two Britons. He faces a life sentence for the conviction of holding hostages and causing the death of journalists and humanitarian aid workers. El Sheikh was one of the men who brutalized American journalists James Foley and Stephen Sotloff, as well as an aid worker Peter Kassig and Kayla Mueller. The men were shown in ISIS videos in 2014 and 2015 being beheaded by a black-clad and masked ISIS executioner named Jihadi John because hostages had dubbed them the men the Beatles to discuss them while in captivity. That was a horrifying time. Yeah. It absolutely was. And in some good news finally, a woman is going viral for talking about her first date at Target. The guy told her, it might be weird, but if it doesn't work out between us, at least we can get some shopping done. What? So is she going to give the guy another date? It sounds like it. Interesting. Or they going right? to go Kohl's? <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation, Costco. They've got free samples. Hell yeah. Yeah, you got to have a membership, though, to get in. So. Uh, good point. Well, even a, a, even a you know another check mark in your column. Here's what I've said about Target. <laughs> Target is definitely a step up. You know, from Walmart. Right. Which is a step up from Kmart. 
well, Kmart's don't really exist anymore. Three do. Yeah, three in the entire country. You know, there's kind of a hierarchy, and Target comes in pretty high up there. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun thing to do. You're always going to see at least a couple of hot moms at Target, <laughs> no matter what time of day you go. <laughs> Is this where you do most of your hunting? No, I don't do it. I just, I've, I've just noticed. There's always going to be a couple hotties at Target. You know where? You know where the real smoke shows are, though. The grocery store, Home Depot, and Lowe's. For some really? reason, there is always like a solid eight, nine. You would think the opposite, though. Nope. There's yeah. always a smoke show going on at uh, Lowe's, Lowe's or Home Depot. Joanna, Target. Would you be uh, down to go on a date with a guy there? Hell yeah. <laughs> You can get a Starbucks. Starbucks, some of the popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. Do they still have and like hot dogs what? over there and stuff? I think you're thinking of Costco and and uh, Sam. No, the Target also has oh, like do. a food menu. A food court. Yeah. Yeah, a food court. You could just watch the a sample counter. movies not on the cor- TVs. Not a court, but a, a counter and. Well, they have chairs you can sit in. Do they all have Starbucks? No. No. No, just the bougie ones. Right. But yeah, that sounds like a fun. The day. West Side like the one, one has a Starbucks, don't they? Oh, okay. Then yeah, probably all of them. I haven't. To be honest, I haven't been to Target in a while, which tells you how long it's been since I've been on I a date. So, <laughs> do they all have a little grocery store? I just, well maybe. I think the prices are not all of them higher have, in the groceries. Only Super Targets, I think, have the like actual groceries of of uh, fruits and vegetables. I don't think regular Targets have fruits vegetables. Well, the one like fresh at, produce. The one at Bassett definitely does. And that comes in really handy if you're going to see a movie because you could either pay like twelve bucks for a bag of red vines, or you could go to Target and pay a buck and a half. What are you doing, sneaking red vines in your pants? Yeah, there's no law that says I can't bring in my own food to a movie <laughs> theater. Show me the statute that um, says that. I thought it was common courtesy. What? Not to sneak move. <laughs> All right. Lastly, with the help oh, of... Oh, pe- they also have a very, very good puzzle, jigsaw puzzle selection. Excellent jigsaw. At Target. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, good yeah, hold on. Not excellent, but good. Not FAO Schwartz, but it's definitely... A step above Walmart. Okay. Yeah, a little. No, I don't know. Walmart can have pretty good jigsaw puzzle selection. Too. With the help of people on TikTok, an IO woman is being sent fire department t-shirts from every single state so that she can make her dad a quilt out of them. Ali Marois is doing it in, to honor her dad, who's a former firefighter himself. Here she is kicking off this amazing event. All right. And with the news, I'm Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. My, hey, guys. Koo Jimpy's here and Tim Mathis is here. Hey, uh, Nico forgot your microphone. Oh, oh wow. So there we we got to do it again. Oh, well, wow. Nico screwed up? Are you yep. serious? Nico yeah. screwed up. I can't believe you, it. You guys have worked with Nico before? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't talk about that guy. We don't talk about Nico. So my, my girlfriend is coming along in English, but she's from Chihuahua. Chihuahua, and, Mexico. Yeah, Love it. And... So she'll watch a, a show like Shameless and use the Spanish subtitles so she can compare it. But I think she's just gotten frustrated, so she'll switch it over just so that the, they're, it's Shameless except in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Hola, soy Francisco Gallagher, or whatever. Dude, it's, it's bad, man. The subtitles and the voiceover works on the They're movie. not good? It's not good, no. On Telemundo, oh my God, kill yourself. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I try to watch it in Rambo on Telemundo, bad idea, because Rambo have that, that 
And leave for Hey, I'm John Rambo. Yeah. Well, I'll tell the movie. He sounded like this. Hola, como estas, John Rambo? Oh, really? What is they didn't wrong even with go his with voice? This. God, I wonder what Batman sounds like. <laughs> hola. Yeah, hola. Swelty me. <laughs> you know what I did, though? I just left the, your girlfriend's subtitles on. I just stopped trying to change them back because... She was going to keep doing it. And I felt bad. I don't think she was aware of what was going on. She well, was I'm watching just... The Flash with Spanish subtitles. I'm learning a little Spanish, I guess. Yeah, it, it works. He, he just... goes muy rápido. Muy, <laughs> muy, muy rápido. Oh, yeah, so that the was Flash, Netflix in you know. a sentence. Yeah, that was the sentence. I'm not going to let her know, because then she'll. I think she'll start doing it just to, as a dig. Hey, <laughs> you. So hey, how, do you, how do you meet her? You met her in Chihuahua or you met her here? Met her here. Ah. He meets him the way that he meets all of his girlfriends on Facebook. On the Facebook. No, not that <laughs> that is true in this case, but that's not always the case. <laughs> hey, Tim, how you doing? How's You're it going? quiet over there. Oh, yeah. I'm, Tim uh, Mathis is wearing a McAllen High School uh, sweatshirt. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Hoodie, right on the McAllen Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah, we've been to uh, McAllen doing shows a couple of times. Not uh, not like randomly or, or recently, but uh, yeah, they got a nice uh, little comedy scene in McAllen. They do some shows out there. Well, they got some good comics s- that are from that whole yeah, oh, yeah. Brownsville, McAllen. Shout out to Mario Salazar. Raymond Orta. Uh, who else is out there? There's a lot of folks. Rudy Barba. Yeah, Sonia Rudy Barba. Trevino. Oh, yeah, Sonia, Sonia. Trevino. Very funny uh, uh, lady comic. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to start? something with another border city? Are you just doing this to, to rub it in our oh, faces? Oh, no. Uh, I actually, well, I... The border wars. <laughs> I always, the real border wars. I always, uh, you know, wear hoodies and whatnot. And uh, when I was packing, I live in L.A. now, and I was like, Don't need ah. to brag. Don't brag. No, that's, believe me, hey, if you've been to L.A., that is no brag. Oh, I've been there, yeah. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say, a hellhole. Uh, oh, yeah? You know what would be interesting? What's the comedy scene been like since the pandemic? Uh, well, uh, a few clubs closed down. Unfortunately, my home club closed down, which was lame. Uh, shout out to the Comedy Union, which was the longest uh, black-owned comedy club in L.A. until the pandemic shut it down. So, oh, man. very sad. Um, uh the Pasadena Ice House just reopened, so it was closed down for a long time. Uh, some of the clubs closed, but the bigger ones, of course, you know, they're they're still open. Right. Um, but, I mean, we didn't do shows out there pretty much, unless you did, like, parking lot shows or Zoom shows. Yeah, yeah and those are the worst. Those, yeah, Zoom shows were terrible. Yeah. I, you know, I'm glad we could talk about this now because everybody was trying to convince me this is the future of comedy. Oh, and I said, God, no, no, I no. hope not. No, yeah, I, I would have quit. This is I would just... quit if that was the future of comedy. Like Al Gonzalez was showing us his virtual one. and uh, Buzz... Oh, yeah. Al, Big Al did the radio here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Al. That's fun. And uh, he was trying to tell Buzz, like, this is the future. Like, Zoom comedy is oh, the future. Man. Mm. No, I hope well, it's not. Well, not Zoom. His well, is his the virtual reality. Virtual reality. Version, so yeah. you still see people virtually, but it's not like Zoom. Zoom's yeah, Zoom, Zoom is just speaking. Oh, and... no, no. It's worse that you could see. Could you see the people? Or you could see their avatars, like uh, the avatars. The the virtual the avatar. You, you, everybody's avatar. You have avatar. The crowd is avatar. The host. But so Zoom weird. is like you see somebody in their house or whatever, and sometimes they could be cooking food while you're telling jokes, and it's pretty bad. But, My opinion but it, was the avatar one was even worse somehow. No, no, no. I think you that's don't think I think, the avatar. No, that's one? that's Tom Cruise next level stuff. I love that one. <laughs> then again, if if people keep slapping hosts, then everything's <laughs> gonna go to virtual. Right. Of course. Yes. The slap. Yes. Uh, uh, Buzz. Tim walked in and he said, "Nice haircut." Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. He's going. He's he's gradually getting where I'm at. I've known Tim for a while, and Tim has always. So had it's uh. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got a tragic. I've got a tragic do. You know, you're a bald dude, man. Yeah. At least you're admitting it. We call it the cul-de-sac. That's what yeah, we call it. It's, it's terrible. I still I call hair. Nico's the fat Florida. It looks like Florida. Florida, Florida were wider. He's gonna. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna. I'm going to predict he's got about mm, four and a half years, buddy. That's top. Got months. That's top. He's like, got months. You got you to gotta quit this job and stop showering yeah, or else it's going to go your, away. Uh, your alopecia is coming out a little bit. Don't coming. you dare. Don't you dare. I'm Keep black. I can say that. Right? Uh, right? I can say alopecia. I'm black. I can say that. It's so weird. I, I didn't I didn't yeah. realize Everybody it was wrong to make fun of people's baldness like all my life. Well, that, I've been. Here's something that I'm, I'm not 100% clear on. Is alopecia just what they call it when women go bald? Is, is for, it like, do you sex. have alopecia no, or is it something separate? I have male pattern baldness. Uh, alopecia, I think, it, it, even guys can get it. Yeah, and, like, it happens Your eyebrows sex. fall out and stuff. Like a lot of your hair falls out. It just doesn't happen. Or it becomes like jaded. really patchy. Yeah, it's it's different than male pattern baldness. But, I thought Jada looked good. I wouldn't no, have thought she twice looked about good, it. Yeah, you know. I mean, she looked dope, man. Bald headed, looked like the GI Jane too. She I didn't looked, think it was a bad. It joke. wasn't. It wasn't bad. Or she looked cruel. like one of Black Panther's bodyguards. That's what me. I'm saying. She looked like a super. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do they call uh, it? What's what's what do they call those? The I can't remember. The Kwanda, Wakanda Indians. What's the name of the Black Panther? I know we're asking. I'm asking Koo now. Like, no, um, the Black Panther. <laughs> his, that's so racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't remember his, his, the his private bodyguard. The black chicks with bald. I forgot what they called. Yeah. They all something Milan. Something. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's an African name, so I can't. Well, I don't know if it's Africa. I think it's just like it's probably Stan, a, Stan it's Lee. probably uh, a Marvel. Who is Africa. actually African? Yeah, Stan yeah. Lee's like, oh, this sounds African. Let's put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> you I, do know the history behind Black Panther, right? Like the like, Dora Milaje. That's what it is. Milaje. I had yeah, the that, last part right. That's not sound African at all. That sounds very French. Yeah. But anyway, I'm saying right. That sounds very colonial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the history behind Black Panther was like Stan Lee loved Batman. Loved Batman. He loved the whole idea of a billionaire becoming a superhero and all good stuff. Moon so Knight. obviously, you couldn't actually recreate Batman. So he created Black Panther and made it the whole Black Man. He's he's similar to Batman. Very similar. He's a rich guy. Obviously, he's a prince from Wakanda and all that stuff. And he fights. He's royalty. Yeah. royalty. yeah. So he loved Batman. So Batman was kind of based off of Black Panther. Little fun fact. Okay. And nice. I thought, back to Jada for a second. I thought her reaction was great. <laughs> you know, just that eye roll and how she looked like. Oh, you know what a lame. Because it was pretty low hanging fruit. Dude, right? Every every dude that saw that look goes, yeah, I've I've been there. You know, it's like you. That's a toxic look right there. She gave him that look like you better do something now. So yeah. if a guy's been in a toxic relationship, he goes, oh, I got flashbacks. Because I had flashbacks when I saw it. I was like, oh, she's going to like do that Jedi mind trick on Will. And it worked. You're talking about the eye roll she gave. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah, Will laughed. His first reaction was like, yo, this is a good joke. And then he looked so at his wife. So you think it goes, was the Uh-oh. eye roll was like oh, yeah. a signal. Yeah. That well, he what it, to what it was something. was at, at the moment of the eye roll, Will realized that somebody was getting slapped that night. <laughs> and it was either going to be yeah. Will or Chris. Right. So, or August. Hey. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but August wasn't invited. Oh, listen, when Chris Rock says, oh, I could, and then he stops yeah. himself, he could have done 20 minutes oh, yeah. during the middle of the Academy August, Awards the, yeah. on, oh, yeah. on August Alcina. But see, now, the, I think Chris played it right, because if he would have done that, he would be the one that was banned from the Oscars. Right, right. So as much as man. much as the comic in me wanted Chris to just loved to roast the hell out of both Will and Jada, um, 
I think he played it right is, as, my, as much as, no, as the comic yeah. in me actually appreciates what a good host he was. Oh, yeah. Like just being able to keep it together and like, yeah. wow, that's professional hosting right And there. he was stumbling a little bit because it was such a weird thing that happened. Right. And that's how like a lot of people when it first came out, they said, oh, well, it's fake. It was a gimmick. Or I was like, I would have thought that except for Chris Rock is not that good of an actor. <laughs> and he he's such a professional comic. He's a top 10 comic alive right, right now and the fact that he was stumbling over the next center like we've got a documentary we got i was like wow this, this i think a lot of people who thought it was fake who thought it was fake weren't watching it yeah and i'm a huge movie nerd i bet the same people- i was watching it live and when i saw it live it's like no this this is definitely yeah but i bet the same people the flat earth i believe them the flat earth <laughs> <laughs> probably the same people that's the flat earth when so. this came oh out- it's fake it's hollywood have you, have you all guys, that stuff have you guys ever been slapped really hard yes i mean not as a joke i'm but nigerian as- my mom slapped me so hard i was good at math the next day that's how hard <laughs> but this- if you've ever been slapped it makes you want to cry it really makes you even worse than getting punched. Yeah, you know, it's like embarrassing. A slap across the face, yeah. and the fact that he could do anything. But that's why I called us. It was more of a smack than a slap, in my opinion, because I don't think he slapped him that hard. Because he was really he. He was like, when you slap a black man, a black man's not gonna say wow. He's gonna be like, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his, his reaction was like, wow, I got hit by Will Smith. Well, this I'm, came up when this came up when Bo was first. Uh, we were talking about it. So he said, Nico, have you seen any violence at comedy shows before? Have you guys? I yeah, have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not the territory, you know. Yeah, it happens sometimes. What have you guys seen? I've never got jumped because I'm a big black guy. No, no I've never got, but I've I've seen stuff happen. Have I've you s- ever seen anybody get slapped the way a comic, Chris, like the way Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith? No, I saw a comic. He was doing an open mic and he was doing some jokes about about Jesus and some redneck didn't like it, and he just tackled him and he just got, tackled him. Just on tackled stage. him. Like he tackled a comic. He's uh, obviously he's a. Uh, He's a Muslim, and he just he just didn't like the joke, Wait, the, and he decided the comic, the was, comic Muslim. was Muslim. Yeah, yeah. and the the comics did, if I remember correctly, the comics did break it up yeah, and everything. Because uh, one thing comics will do now. Here's the thing with with Chris, he was out there on an island, right? You know, and uh, it was really a problem with you know security and producers. just the fact, yeah, the producers and the fact that nobody expected what when Will was walking up. You know, you didn't expect him to do that. So it was Chris really didn't expect. It. No, Chris it, thought he was, you know, maybe gonna hug him or right, play fight him, play, bit yeah. or something. Like he's gonna, gonna, yeah, shadow box him or something. You know what I'm saying? Or leave yeah, my wife he's alone. not gonna fight. He played Muhammad Ali in a movie. He's not fighting Ali. Come on, he's nah. twice. He's twice Chris yeah, Rock's he's, size. He's literally twice his size. Yeah. <laughs> he outweighs him. By I hated the way because I watched it like a dozen times. You know. Uh, over and over again, the way Will Smith walked away, like he was really proud of what he had done. Right? You know what I mean? When he walked away, was a bully. he walked that was away a bully like a movie star. That was a bully move. Yeah, it was a real bully move. And I'm just wondering how long it took him to realize. Oh man, I, I when he really got back to, to see when he got because back. he was almost crying when he was like because when you know, Denzel Washington prayed on him, he was like, okay, I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Denzel yeah, Washington, if Denzel like, Washington, let's pray. <laughs> If Denzel has to get out of his seat, <laughs> right. you messed up. He, he turned to the equalizer that quick. He goes, I, I guess I got to, I have defused the situation now. He, started, he prayed on him. Like Tyler Perry and, and Denzel just started praying on Will Smith. What do you guys think of the people calling on Chris Rock to apologize? That he bears what? some responsibility. Uh, I don't I don't think he does. It, like I said, the joke was, I mean... Should it's, anybody uh, should it be allowed for violence over any joke? I mean, because no, a lot of people are saying, not. "Well, now this is going to let anybody in the audience who doesn't like their host or their." There will be copycat stuff. Of there course. already was. Ti did something seri- uh, similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, 
the, with with the era of TikTok and all that stuff, there's going to be an open mic and somebody's going to make a joke about some somebody's girl and they're going to walk up and Will Smith. It, 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 you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes a meme. When you said Will, when something happened with Ti, was he the comic? Was Ti the Ti? Because I know he's doing comedy. Now. He was he up a mic and he did thirty minutes. He's supposed to do five. He ended up doing like thirty and bombs. And then the host. Clowned him a little bit, yeah. and then so he, he got up and slapped the dude. Oh, no, no, it was, no, a, no, chick, it was a chick, but he like kind of got up on stage and kind of like nudged her away and all this stuff. And it, it you know, it's yeah, he, there's he, gonna be a lot more of this stuff, be a lot of copycats. Un- unless you know, comedy clubs need to uh, make sure that they have security. their security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Good Nico, to go. but back to your question, I think that you shouldn't be assaulted for saying something because I'm protected under the First Amendment. That's my right to say what I need to say. You know, Sure. You can't tell me what to say because I'm. that's my right. Especially now, in a comedy you, club especially setting. Especially on the stage. Because you pay me, you're paying to hear this. Yeah. So why would you attack me? You're going to go to prison or I'm going to sue you. So I, it's, it's just going to be it's gonna But be it wasn't thing. even that bad. No, it wasn't. Know? It was a friendly, it was a it was a wholesome joke. You could tell like he really pulled that joke out of his butt. He just did not. It was not ad-libbed, think. yeah. It was I, like a literally at the spur of the moment joke. Yeah, it's it was clearly just a little friendly cl- crowd work thing, or at you least know, he thought it was. Maybe and maybe Chris which didn't, they do every single year, every year, and every they year. had done earlier that day. But you, every you, year, but you know who should be offended? Demi Moore should have been offended. She should have been like, oh, "Are you kidding me? I'm the ugly broad. Are you kidding me?" She was hot in that movie. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was beautiful. Yeah. My God. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Was, no, that I, was peak Demi Moore. Hotness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's who should be offended, Debbie Moore. She should be like, oh, you think I'm just an ugly chick? I have cancer now? That's who should have been mad. Demi Moore. You know, she should have slapped Chris. The worst, <laughs> the, the worst part of all of this. I think he might like that one. He might like that. The worst like part that. of all of this Will Smith thing is we are going to get a G.I. Jane, too. And it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I really do. I, it's going to be <laughs> awful. Hollywood is just sitting there thinking, all right, it's just a matter of time. What look at all this buzz. Idea. Well, look at all this buzz on G.I. Jane, too. <laughs> Yeah, this is. Uh, a, this, this was, and I know peop, some people are like, "Why? Why are you still talking about this after three it's weeks?" Never going nowhere. But it's going to be a huge cultural thing. It's and like I think Kanye you're West see... when Kanye West went on stage and took yeah. the mic from Taylor Swift. It's that moment now. Yeah, but I plus, mean, I like Will Smith as much as anybody I do, else. I still love before, him. I still but love. Him. I do want to see him pay the price. You know, I hope Absolutely. projects get canceled. I hope you know. That it sends out a message. If you do this, it, it things don't. I didn't, don't I didn't go like the band though. The band didn't make any sense to me. The what? The he band. got banned for ten years, but he could still get his nomination if he wants to. If he could still win an Oscar, he just can't show up. He can go it. to the after party. No, he can't do anything. Grammy, um, Oscar. Produced. He can't go to the. He after can't party? go to the ceremony. He can't My go to understanding anything is he can't Oscars. Anything. He can't even do. No, no, no. But some of these after parties, like. Uh, yeah, you could go to Vanity who Fair. Who was the guy? Yeah. Who was it? Who was up there? Is like we're going to work this out at the after party. Oh, Pub Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a car. He's a car artist. Don't worry, but don't listen to him. <laughs> Nobody listens to him. But he he was saying he like, just has he doesn't have to go to the four hour freaking meat show that is the Academy Awards every yeah, year. Yeah, that's if you're bad for ten years, that's that's dumb. That's like you find somebody that's already fired. He's gone. He's not coming back. Look, they ten ba- years. He's they done. Backburnered uh, bad boys. What would it be four? Four. four yeah, mm-hmm. they put that in the can. They, they were gonna make. Uh, I am uh, legend was supposed to come back. They were supposed to do a sequel. I am legend. They can that one. No, they they're. I'm trying. I'm I waiting. Mike B. For Jordan is going to get that. <laughs> the I Am Legend one? That's what I'd heard. But a lot of the stuff, you know, this isn't a good thing for Will Smith. And some people thought, oh, he did this 
you know, for a publicity stunt. No, 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 no. no. This is going to really derail his career. Maybe not completely. I don't think he's going to get Harvey Weinstein. No, 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 no. no. He, he doesn't. Right. He, he no, doesn't he deserve that. Yeah, he's um, not like he's not like. Yeah, he's not. Not for one slap, especially he hadn't yeah. done that before. And we, nothing ever. Like we got to take a break. Yeah. But what I'd said, and I still stand by this. I hope he lives to 110, Will Smith. So nothing against Will Smith, but when he does pass away, that's going to be in the first paragraph of his obituary. Right. It's going to say, Academy Award winner Will Smith, who famously slapped Chris Rock. Right. Even if that's decades from now, yeah. that's going to be part of his legacy. And, and it's nothing nobody, about nobody talks that. about it. Nobody talks about him. Unless he steps it up a notch and next time he slaps Dakota Fanning. Okay. All right. We got to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. We've got uh, Ku Ugenti here and also Tim Mathis, who are both at the comic strip. And we'll take a break. We'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Comedians Ku Ugenti. Am I doing pretty good on Uh, that, right? Ugenti? Ugenti? Okay. Ku Ugenti? (laughs) So not pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Time Mathis, I I Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. Tim Mathis, Tim Mathis, yeah, Tim Mathis. Ku, you got a comedy album coming out? Like you put no, a it's lot out. It's out. It's, it's out, out already. It's out in January, man. Came out January twenty twenty two. Catastrophe. Catastrophe. Yes, sir. And uh, you got a talk show on Facebook? Yes, it's called Standing Room Only TV Show. So type in Facebook search. Yeah, Standing Room Only. Those are always fun to watch. TV show. Yeah, thanks, Nico. Yeah, it's fun. We've been doing it almost two years now, so it's fun. Fun show. We just celebrated our hundredth episode last week. So hey. oh, this week actually. So yeah, it was fun. And uh Tim, I I found a video, I don't know how old it is, but uh the the uh Kevin Hart uh project you did? Yes, sir. What was uh, that? We did uh Kevin went to uh I think it was eight different cities and uh selected some comics that hadn't been on T V or anything. Uh it was called Heart of the City. Like his name, H A R T. Yeah, all right. And uh, when they came through Houston, uh, I was lucky enough to be one of them. So that was uh, it was a good experience. I want to roll something out here, Joanna. I want your feedback on this too. So, okay, the Kardashians came back, but on Hulu, and now Hulu right. will not leave me alone about it. Like Hulu definitely wants me to watch the Kardashians on the first episode. What this is leading to is I'm going to ask you, should should anybody have some sympathy about this with Kim Kardashian? But on, on this episode, okay. Kim finds out that her five-year-old son, Saint, has seen an ad for her sex tape online. <laughs> let, me just, let me just color it in a little bit okay. here. Uh, Saint saw the ad for the Kim Kardashian sex tape while playing the video game Roblox. What? How do you even see an ad for a sex tape? I don't know. I remember my a, f- a few years ago, my daughter would play Roblox. And it was like, hey, I need a gift card to play Roblox. I didn't know it's it's like, wait a minute, why am I buying gift cards if this is ad supported? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she freaks out and talks to her lawyer about suing. She says, I have four kids. I can't go through this again. This was like 20 years ago. I know the right attorneys this time. Uh, should we feel sympathetic toward Kim Kardashian? Koo, you go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you first. Yeah, we'll, let's get the black man's point of view on this. 
I don't know. I just I don't feel bad for rich people. I don't I don't I don't, I don't feel bad for Kim. I mean, you you laid you made your bed, you laid it, man. You did the sex literally. Stand. That's literally you. That's not a, a fake person. That's literally you in there with Ray J, and you had sex with a guy twenty years ago. Obviously, you want to think about you gonna have kids. Now, it, was if, it confirmed that she released the sex tape to get yes, famous? Yes. Yes, not. I don't say to get fin, but she did profit off of it. She did. She did make a profit. I mean, yeah. everybody sure, yeah. definitely. It, it would be very hard to believe that this wasn't part of the game plan. You know, of the yeah. plan. But so, the real crime is she named her son Saint. That's the real crime. Nobody <laughs> talks about. How old is Saint? We need to talk Five. about that. We need to talk about that. That's the name, right? Uh, Saint. Are you kidding me? Get out of here, Joanne. It sounds like you have something you want to say about this. Should we? Uh-huh. In. You know, the culture, you don't want to slut shame anybody, no, but should not. we really feel bad for Kim Kardashian that her kids are seeing ads for her sex tape? First yeah. of all, how is her kid seeing that ad? Roblox. Roblox. All right. I, I know a lot of kids play that. So They but got a lot of porn ads on that Roblox? That was a decision right. that you made. But I did watch the clip of where she's talking to her lawyer. They're all like in a closet, but you know how the closets for are the like Kardashian rooms. are like the size of this room? So they're all sitting in there with Kim crying to her lawyer. And then Chloe makes a comment where she says, this gives me like a throwback vibes to like the very first season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians because we were dealing with the same situation with your sex tape. And she's like, I think this is a good omen. Yeah, they made a billion dollars off of yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I think it's TV. I think reality show's not real, so this very scripted for sure. They, it's all mm-hmm. pre-planned. I, I take a so, great no. amount of pride. I don't know if I should, but I've never seen an episode of a Kardashian. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. I, bet <laughs> I don't blood try pressure... and get all high and mighty, but I just... Yeah, like, how's your I blood pressure? Would... Is he high or low? Because you should be low because you don't watch that stuff. It's good. <laughs> no, there's other stuff that turns <laughs> through the roof. Tim, do we feel bad for Kim Kardashian because her kids are going to see her sex tape ad i don't feel bad for her at all i feel i don't see the skin kardashian sex tape ad and i actually go to porn sites (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen seen an ad guys good morning i'll pass up i feel bad for the kid man you think this is this is bad wait till he gets to high school Right, and people That's start true. talking about Ray J. Hey, Ray J. Come to your house uh, last night. Is that night? daddy? Uh, no. Nope. Right? Yeah. That's exactly. Ray J. And, and here's my question. I think she's lying anyway because she says now she knows the right lawyers. Isn't she Robert Kardashian's daughter? You Is, always knew the right lawyers. Isn't Did, wasn't she? he on the OJ defense team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she should have known lawyers back in the day. Like isn't she but a I lawyer or on she the She is a lawyer. Yeah, she yeah. passed the bar. Trying to be, yeah. Yeah. No, she passed the bar. It took her no, four no, she times, passed but the, the baby bar test. I mean, baby bar test. I would feel bad if a, if if somebody like a a private citizen had uh, an intimate video stolen and somebody you know put that out yeah. weaponized it but I don't believe that's what went on oh, I don't no. think anybody believes that's what happened with the no. Kardashians it's all script man reality yeah. Nico, not could I'm asking everybody um should go against we feel the great yeah I, we should feel bad for Kim you know make that case I'd Kim, like to hear that Kim uh, is such a public figure everybody talks about her all the time can't she just get a little Peace and quiet, even yeah. for her kids. Quit doing TV shows that right. Hulu tells me to watch 50 times a day. Yeah, yeah but Nico, that's what I'm saying. How are we going to leave her alone if she put her stuff out there in the first place? Well, Literally. Okay, what about this? What if the the person, uh, the, what if there was a person who targeted her kids and was purposely showing those videos? Yeah, that's super creepy, but I don't think that's the context of what was happening. I don't think yeah. it even happened. I just think she just did that just to create radius for her. You kids. don't even think it happened? No. 
You think the whole they have thing, writers, man? It, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That the kid, oh, that the kid didn't even, even thought of that. I wouldn't you, be surprised. People don't ever read credits. Say, Nobody reads. They can't the ask oh the kid. They can't ask the kid anything because the kid's saying. a minor. So did you see mommy? And I would not be surprised if Kim Kardashian used her children <laughs> to get into hey, the man, news. It's I'm, working. We're talking about it right here. Yeah. I'm trying That's to keep my. I'm trying to keep my streak of never watching anything Kardashian. Yeah. Will you watch this on Hulu and tell me? I don't want to watch it. I saw a clip. Do they even? show the kid at all? Like, do they get the kids involved in it? I have no idea. I've never. I don't watch the show. They show, like, glimpses of the kids, but you know how they do, like, the one-on-ones. They don't do that with the kids. This is just using the sex tape all over again, but you're getting your kids involved. That's why Chloe was like, oh, it gives me throwback vibes to that first season. You know what? I'm more anti-Kim than I was before I started talking to you guys about this. That's funny. Who Made me more anti Kim. Read than the credits. I was. They, if you read the credits of the show, they have writers. They yeah. say writers. Oh yeah. yeah. Guys, think about just how hard <laughs> it is being Kim Kardashian. Okay. It must Literally. Be very hard to have yeah. cameras it's in your face all the time. Hardness all around. Yeah, I her. feel so bad for people with cameras in their face. Like, oh my God, what's this world going to become? He's just so sad. I agree uh, with. I think Tim said it. <laughs> feel bad for the kid. Yeah, when feel bad for the kid. Their kids and stuff. Yeah, their kids are going to get it for, I mean, Years. decades. And yeah, they've got money and they don't have to worry about it, but I, I'm going to guess those kids are going to end up like moving to Lithuania and <laughs> <laughs> digging ditches for poor people and doing good and stuff with their life. Yeah, become, yeah be- becoming good people <laughs> become because they don't want to be around anybody who has internet access. Go see Coup. <laughs> go see Coup. Yeah, you'd have to go somewhere that you'd have yeah. to go to Russia where they don't allow American internet. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go see Kuagenti and Tim Mathis this week at the El Paso Comic <laughs> Strip. There are two shows on Saturday. Right? Uh, two shows Saturday. One show tonight at 8 p.m. Two shows Saturday, 7.30 and 10 p.m. No right. show Sunday. No show, on no show Sunday. You can't tell dirty jokes on uh, Easter. That's right. illegal in Texas. All right. Thanks for dropping by, guys. <laughs> All right. Good no to doubt. see you. We love y'all. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Into the 9 o'clock hour, getting ready for the weekend. If you got a three-day weekend, you're probably enjoying it already. Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have another cash code keyword. Go fund yourself when you hear these keywords. We're going to have another one coming up in about 15 minutes. Do you like saying it? I, I kind of like saying cash it. Cash code keyword? No. Wait. Go fund yourself. Go f- fund, fund yourself. yourself. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's not as much fun as I'm sure as doing a car commercial with a trombone making <laughs> fart noises. That's my favorite commercial right now. Honestly, I never get tired of that. Please do the noise. <laughs> <laughs> the Scott Lehman, Scott says yes. Uh, commercials all about gas. <laughs> we'll give you free gas. Are you feeling the pinch and pressure? <laughs> I think Buzz does such a good job. <laughs> I like it better than the one in the commercial. Every time I hear that commercial, like I notice a new joke. It's like a Simpsons episode. <laughs> it's like, make skid marks now. <laughs> it's like, how did I miss that? It's before? so layered and complex. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think everybody knows? Do they play that? We play that commercial enough that people who listen to the show know what I'm talking about. I think, I think so. so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If not, I'm going to find it. I'm going to uh, get back, have a couple more neckline calls on the way, I think, here in just a couple of minutes. Um, what is going on in the world? 
Robert Reich. You know who Robert Reich is? He was a uh, cabinet. Was he treasury? Yeah, I think he was treasury secretary under Clinton. Okay. And wasn't he FBI or CIA director? CIA director for a while. Robert Reich. Former Secretary of Labor. Labor. And? Uh, he was something under the Obama administration, too. Anyway, he's got a lot of uh, experience in politics. And he has an opinion about Elon Musk buying Twitter that oh, is okay. not very pro-Elon. Something anti-Elon, all right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really trying to find some kind of indication of if I'm on a side on this. I don't use Twitter. And I very rarely read Twitter, but I'm reading this one. Robert Reich, former Labor Secretary, says, We are watching a hostile takeover of Twitter by the richest man in the world who regularly tries to silence critics. This is what oligarchy looks like. Uh, number one, is is Elon now the richest man in the world? or It goes between it, him and Jeff Bezos. Uh, okay, but, but I'm willing to accept, I guess, maybe now. He's rich. He's he's the richest man in the world. Is this a hostile takeover of Twitter? Yeah, it is a hostile takeover. Why? Do they have to sell it to him? They're, making, They're required to sell it to him? If it's going to benefit the shareholders, then Can't yes. the shareholders vote to, you know what, I don't care what he's offering, we're not selling uh, unless they have a shareholders meeting, but yeah. other than that, the officers are in charge of of the company. And I'm just wondering if it's the definition of a hostile have, takeover. It is the definition of a hostile takeover. What did you think the definition of a hostile takeover was? Like they show up with knives. And it's okay, stuff. no, that's not the definition of a hostile takeover. <laughs> no, I didn't think that's what it was. But does Elon Musk regularly try to silence critics? Which is another thing Robert Reich says here. I know he says a lot of stuff. He says a lot of stuff, and he will, yeah, he, he'll he fight back, I guess. <laughs> but how does he silence critics? I Fighting haven't, back I haven't heard silencing. of any reports that say things that, like, he, well, maybe he blocks Well, he called that his... one guy, remember that guy when the kids were stuck in the cave in Thailand? He called him a pedophile because the guy said, we don't need your... We don't need Elon Musk. We, he said, we don't need Elon Musk help with this. And the guy said, you're basically a pedophile. I don't know if that's silencing critics, but... It's making and then fun Robert Reich says, this is what oligarchy looks like. Uh, I don't know about that either. Well, oligarchy It seemed is- not that long ago that I think a lot of people, most people thought of Elon Musk as kind of like a hero. A lot of people still do. And a lot of people still do. But I think a lot of people have soured on Elon Musk. And maybe some people who didn't like Elon Musk. Like, I think a lot of people on the political right have embraced Elon Musk. And a lot of people on the political left have maybe gotten off the bandwagon. Um, I just guess it depends. Because people on the right like the fact that he uh, disagrees with banning people from, from Twitter. He likes the fact that there's a... Open community, open dialogue. Um, so conservatives are like, oh, he's going to take Twitter back. You don't ban anybody? Gonna... You don't ban... I don't know what his... Po- you don't ban Vladimir Putin, for I, Look, instance. I honestly don't know what his actual policy points are. He hasn't put out a position paper. He hasn't written any document that explains his thinking on all of this. It's just kind of what he says and some of the random things he's put on Facebook. I mean, but Twitter. Um so a lot of t- t- people in the conservative circles are thinking, oh, he's going to let us back into the fold. Oh, like Pete, 
I mean, when they say us, they mean Trump. Uh, I guess there's like some other people, people like who have him. been banned. Yeah. Um, one of the participants in the January 6th uh, insurrection got sentenced. And this guy, he was using the justification oh, I thought I was operating under the orders of the president because he'd been to the rally. So this was this guy's defense. The president said to do something, and I went to go do it. So the judge in the case is a guy is a judge named Reggie Walton. First of all, he said, you made your bed and you got a lie in it. So this guy did get sentenced to prison. But listen to this rebuke. Although he, he said you can't put the blame on all on Trump. You actually, you know, acted on this. But he did say this. Uh, Judge Reggie Walton said, our democracy is in trouble because unfortunately we have charlatans like our former president who doesn't, in my view, really care about democracy, but only about power. Here's the uh, phone number. It's 915-910-4995. That that was interesting to see if they were going to buy. Oh, that's my excuse. I had been at this thing. The, I saw the president of the United States tell me to do this thing, and I went and did it. Therefore, you know, I'm absolved of any responsibility. Mm-hmm. It, didn't, it didn't fly in this case. The trial of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Well, it's a... Uh, defamation case that Johnny Depp filed against Amber Heard after she wrote an article about being a victim of uh, sexual violence. So he's suing her for $50 million. The couple's former marriage counselor testified yesterday and said that what she witnessed was mutual abuse. So I got a little bit of article. I got a little bit of audio on this. In 2015, Dr. Laurel Anderson counseled them as a couple and uh, said they abused each other. Does this. You you know what's interesting that I just uh, picked up on that is that uh, the counselor said that they had experienced abuse as children. Is that what? Is that what she said? I was trying to make that out. It kind of cuts out there. I can't make it. Abuse in their homes. She says abuse in their play it again. Oh, so she's talking about in their homes as children? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's the con- that's that the re- context I would take it from, yes. Oh, Just play I, it. Again. I took it to mean they both been in, I didn't know how I how I took it. So that's what she's saying. She's saying Was that, that an intentional edit? That sound effect No, I think she just No, it's probably audio issues. Yeah. Or mumbled or whatever. But what I think she's saying is that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had had this previous history of abuse, and Johnny Depp has been managing it fairly well as long as she'd known her. It sounds like she had a, has a, a, n- enough knowledge of his past 20 years. I'm sure some people are following this pretty closely because they're showing it on, they're live streaming it, Court TV's live streaming it. Here's a little more of what the uh, counselor said. By the way, when you go into counseling, I thought all that was like some kind of patient doctor, uh, what's it called, confidentiality? Doctor patient confidentiality. Until you get deposed for a lawsuit. Right, I think. On court TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that doctor patient confidentiality isn't ironclad. I mean, there are cases 
where absolutely they will talk about their patients. Well, I would say if somebody got murdered or something. Or is about to be. What, wasn't the, I've seen like in movies and stuff, like <laughs> people go in for couples counseling and the cup and the doctor hands them like pillows to hit each other and take their aggression out on. What? Yeah. I'm just saying. I Have thought, you been to couples counseling? N- no. But I'm just saying, I thought you were supposed to kind of speak freely and... You are. That's the point yeah. of counseling. With the understanding that uh, what ha- what's said in this room stays in this room. But now there's a trial. There's a trial. And this uh, therapist has been, you yeah. know, subpoenaed I mean, to I'm go never there. going to. I'm never going to counseling. I don't know. Now. You might sue me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But. It's good to know. That's how he goes into love. <laughs> He goes into love thinking of the worst case scenario. I'm not, definitely I gonna, love you so much. Will this be used against me Will in a you court of law? It? Then no. <laughs> you guys are joking, but absolutely. But now I'm thinking about that. If I ever did go to counseling, it's oh like I wouldn't consider everything I said off the record. It's not absolutely. When, Good to know. Who didn't know that? <laughs> me. Who thought that it was just, you could say any, I murdered 12 people. You're not going to tell anybody, right? No, until they. If it were murder, you. yeah. But if okay, so so Doctor Anderson, Doctor Laurel Anderson, who who counseled Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, said that Amber would initiate fights to keep Johnny with her, and it was also quote a point of pride to Amber if she felt disrespected to initiate a fight. Now I'm assuming she's not initiating the fights in the counselor's office, or maybe she is, but basically. This was what was shared with her by these two parties. And I thought you weren't allowed... I, I don't know. I just thought that well, that you, was supposed to be you between have, you and your doctor. If you have one case, like murder, where you're allowed to talk about these things, you wouldn't think there's other cases like a lawsuit or where the 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 uh, the counselor is literally being you know deposed by lawyers? Exactly. I would have thought it's like, oh, this person's missing. We got to get to the bottom. The counselor's got to, you know, say what they know. But if it's, oh yeah, I, you know, I would abuse him. She'd abuse me. I thought that stuff would all be kind of between the counselors. Who would ever speak? Who would ever speak to a third party knowing this? That it could come out in some kind of court proceeding. You know, there might be special clauses or or contracts, but I do know that yeah, as as a couple, if you're going through a divorce, then they can ask you these things. Uh, So anyway, Dr. Anderson said that Amber would initiate fights. Amber also told Dr. Anderson that if Johnny was going to leave her to de-escalate a fight, she would hit him to keep him there fighting. Okay, so to break it down. So she told the counselor, yeah, I'll hit him to keep him from leaving. So let's break it down. So they're in a fight. Johnny Depp says, you know what? Uh, I'm done. I I, want to get away. I can't talk to you anymore. I'm leaving before I do something I regret. And she she would hit him. Right. I'm saying that. Just because she was afraid of being abandoned. Yes, that's what it goes on to say. Uh, you can watch the full deposition online. What a cluster fart. Yes. And this whole marriage has been so messy. I would imagine if you go into a counselor, it's like, this is a safe space. You can say whatever you want. But what Until we need is 100%. Like lawsuit, well, then that means nothing. You know what? Can a counselor call you in and be tell worry- us? You shouldn't be worried about what's going to be said in counseling. You should be worried about why is there suddenly a yeah, lawsuit should... about this relationship. Yes. You should be wondering why. And how can I prevent there from being You're a lawsuit? You're in counseling to begin with. My idea of couples counseling comes exclusively from television and movies where they go into couples counseling, but I could have sworn in pop culture they always tell them, 
you know, that I, we need 100% honesty. I need you both to be 100% You are. You're honest. supposed to be. That's the way you... you know, that? Buzz! Wait, but you're going oh into it... God. Wait, what? what's wrong with you guys? You're going what's into wrong it... With you? You're assuming every counseling is going to end up in court. By your position, you're saying every time you're going... Yeah, you should be more concerned of like... Everyone could, I guess. That could happen. Anything could happen. I'm going to work on my relationship, and I'm going to work so that we don't have to go to court. Right. There's a lot more concerns that you're missing out on. My dirty laundry. Yeah. Exactly, Joanne. I'll never go to counseling. Hey. I thought all of that was sacred. That reminds me, (laughs) for everyone out there, for two hundred dollars, I will pose as a therapist and tell your spouse they're all wrong. Oh. Just putting my services out there. Hey, we're going to go see this doctor, Doctor Barbacoa. And yeah. we're both going to agree that whatever she says, we're going to abide by. Exactly. But what they don't know is that you're a ringer. Uh-huh. That is just one of the many services I offer. Okay. What would you do? Like rent a fake office or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> or be like, you know what? We can do a home setting therapy session. Don't mind my cats. They're eh. therapy cats. Oh, crud, my just started over again. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting, Fudge. Buzz, is you're more concerned about the part of, oh, lawsuit every time I'm this, co- couples counseling. This, why well, are, like, why are you in couples counseling? Wait, why don't you focus on the problem? This all makes sense because remember, not too long ago, we learned that Buzz doesn't even do dirty talk because he's afraid of being recorded. Right. It just I don't to, say or do anything that I so wouldn't want dragged paranoid. out in life. Yeah, he is really paranoid about that. Why Again, are you oh, so it also goes to the fact where he donates things, like not because he really wants to, but he, but he's, afraid he's afraid of being, of being shamed or seen by somebody. <laughs> Buzz, for like 20 bucks, let me just have like five minutes with you and we'll talk things out. Oh my God, you will get into a quagmire. And I want no. you to be like completely honest with me. It would be like the dark forest, the dark crystal. I don't crystal. trust anybody. If you can't <laughs> trust your doctor, who you're paying probably a thousand dollars an hour, if you're as rich as these people, but you're assuming. But because they're going, they're in a lawsuit right yeah. now. There's a trial. How often do you think that this is? This therapist has been subpoenaed to go up. And oh, by to the, the way, stand. if you think I'm, I'm identifying, I'm, I'm coming at it from the angle of Amber Heard. Like if Amber Heard said, "Yes, sometimes we'll get in a fight, and I don't want him to leave, so I, I hit him." Well, then and maybe she shouldn't sue. Maybe Amber Heard shouldn't have sued and started this whole thing. No, this no, is his this suit is against her. her. Maybe she shouldn't have written that, you but know. she never she didn't op-ed. name him. In the op-ed. What was the trial that they had before this? Um, Was there? Yes. Yeah, there was like, like a, a divorce few. proceedings like or the something. The divorce ones, and that's where it this all started This one specifically is a, an op-ed that she wrote where she said she was a victim of sexual violence, but never said that it was Johnny Depp and never but I guess everybody assumed right you know because it was after their breakup and so that's what he's suing her for 50 million dollars for does Amber Heard have well she might have 50 million of his dollars I guess oh man it makes me never want to have a relationship with anybody of any kind you know that? You know oh, you're Buzz, in one right are you consi- oh, Somebody says, Buzz, are you considering that maybe one or both parties gave consent to the counselor to testify? No. That never entered my mind. Why would that not enter your mind? Why, why would they... Because they want to win the lawsuit. All right, maybe one of them did, but it seems like it would be something that would require both of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> what am I missing here? If you if somebody's like we need to go into counseling and then the counselor tells you we need 
brutal honesty. You it's know, an be yeah, you have to yeah. to make it work. To do you, make your do you want it to work? work? I would. I would. I would rather not let the thing work. Why? If it was like I'm going to Keppel's counseling, and now I know that this could be used against me in the future. Yeah, pass. We'll just end the deal. So you the relationship well, that says so much more about you as a person. Why like, it says that you're way, you're more concerned about your privacy your than making a stuff. and your image than making a relationship work. No, no. How about this? Are you unhappy? Yeah, I'm unhappy. Well, so am I. Let's just quit being unhappy, or let's be unhappy apart. Or maybe you think that's how it works. Salvage this. Is that working for you now? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I guess it has worked for Dude, him. Dude, my thus relationship far. is a hundred percent solid and absolutely a plus on all counts. Okay. Somebody get back to Buzz's girlfriend on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm Check. sending that out there. Did you so put your picture back. up? No, yeah. you took it down. <laughs> no, it's I got been, my picture up. It's been under a desk. <laughs> five minutes, me and you, pure honesty. What? Joanna, do you really want to get stuck into a Vietnam situation? Do you really want to not I'm be able to... What the hell are you guys talking about? I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I feel Hurt. like you're oh, really like projecting. projecting. Yeah, a lot. It, hey, can you give me... It's a piece of the puzzle. That no, is I'm Buzz just surprised Adams. that you can bring in, oh, here's our couple's therapist that we paid a lot of money to, and she's going to totally throw one or both of us under the bus. If I, if they ask if her to, I, it to never occurred to, to me. Over I, this. I want to win this lawsuit. I need your testimony. Not everybody who goes to couples therapy ends up in a high-profile Patient doctor like confi- confidentiality is, a, I'm sure that's a phrase that I've heard before. It is, and it's a normal part. And but I'm sure that the the counselor at one point was like, "Look, I really respect my pa- my patient, Doctor Confidentiality." But then the lawyers were like, "No, we really need you to come in and testify." Buzz, yeah. Yeah. who hurt never, you? I would Buzz. never go to counseling. Yeah, I wouldn't even go to one on one counseling. Which him. girlfriend was it that hurt you so bad that you just closed up inside? Yeah, every single one of them. Your heart Buzz. is shriveled. Out there, nobody listened to Buzz. He's your He's heart hurt, and you know what? I'm going to help him through this. His heart shrank three sizes today. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, so uh, quick update. <laughs> uh-huh. My computer is resetting or something, <laughs> no, so I can't play anything. Quick update. Buzz's computer is updating. It's a, a Windows update, and it takes a while sometimes, buddy. Yeah, but it's never just like, done it like that before it must have been scheduled to automatically run oh, usually you could God. just have clicked oh don't run now yeah <laughs> i hit postpone every day like a hundred times and today it was like no nah, maybe uh, i didn't po- maybe i missed no because button. there is there is a time where they will just do it for you if you keep postponing it then they'll just do it yeah crud it's also probably filled with viruses then <laughs> what if you don't update your computer, <laughs> what, what do you think the updates are for? I don't know. What? It's to prevent viruses and stuff. All I know is I never want to shut down my computer because I've always got stuff that I'm working on. And yeah, it's path of least resistance, man. I just want to leave the computer on all the time. I keep telling him that's not an adult philosophy. Adult people like fix their problems. You're talking to the dude that doesn't want to go to counseling now because he's afraid it's going to Never. show up in court. I didn't want to go to counseling before, but now it turns out that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's marriage counselor is spilling all the tea on what's 
were yeah, doing. Yeah, and now you've got people in the app chat agreeing with you. Of course they do. Got smart listeners. Jams, <laughs> Jams says, I am 100% on Buzz's side. If I'm paying someone to share my deepest, darkest I'm paying relationship for your secrets, silence. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no way I would ever want that being out there in the world. Screw the relationship. There are plenty yeah. of fish in the sea. Besides, relationships nowadays don't work out anyways. Hashtag Team Buzz. Right on. My God. Yeah, I think relationships, we need to rethink them. People used to make lifelong commitments when they were only going to live to be 40 anyway. Like any relationship you get into should just have like a 10 year statute of limitations and then you got to renew it. Whether it's marriage, gay marriage, whatever it is. What? What are you talking about? Just the idea that I think it's just outdated that relationships are supposed to last forever they don't have you the told ones your that girlfriend do... this no i don't know enough spanish <laughs> oh my god but have you <laughs> have you ever um loved another woman yeah <laughs> have you ever loved anybody <laughs> okay so when you love this person it's like like what is it like you're like an ice cream like you get bored of the flavor after a while like chewing gum the more you chew it the more less flavor the, the less flavor, flavor it has okay. oh my god some people don't see love like a chewing gum. <laughs> I have I never I... heard love be described like chewing gum in my life. Well, I mean, like your your parents. Hopefully, you're gonna love them your entire hopefully. life. Your kids, you know. But a yeah, there's some relationships, but a romantic relationship. How? What percent do you think are are happy lifelong happiness? What percent? What uh, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Way under I one. Way under one. One percent? Way what? under one percent. No, absolutely not. Well, what do you define as happiness, too? I mean, it, it's all a very personal thing, but I think love exists for lots of people, and I think it's it's pretty normal to love somebody and not expect it to... How am I on the couch Lose now? I was talking yeah. about this case with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It just revealed a lot about you. Because you're the one who was like, wait a minute. Why is this counselor airing out the dirty you know, laundry? Ever since Johnny Depp's sister testified that Amber Heard used to call him a fat old man, now when I see the pictures from court, I'm like, he does look old, and he does look a little on the chubby side. Um, somebody messaged me saying, Nico, you complain about Buzz having your Netflix account, but you third we- yet you third wheel every day. What's that mean? I'm, that's a good question. Like you're third wheeling their relationship? Am I? Or you're third wheeling on the show like it should just be Joanna and I. And you're, <laughs> yeah. Third wheel on the that's show. That's hilarious. Is it that or is it like, am I part of your relationship with your girlfriend? I every feel day? like you guys are in what you have no knowledge of. You're totally in a throuple. Somehow it's We're a in an unknown throuple. Yes. Yeah. None of us knew this. But no. it's happening. <laughs> Uh, so I, my, I get the short end of the stick. <laughs> you get, I think you get enough time with Buzz. Maybe his girlfriend. Yeah, that's the gets... short end of the stick. So <laughs> if if my computer were a phone, I think they'd refer to it as it's been bricked at it this is, point. It has not been bricked. You're, it's just what happened with your computer. Just update. If you postpone it for three hundred days, you know what he probably did. He probably like postponed it for a year, like, an hour later. Oh, yeah. And now it's now here we are. No, you know what it's probably having to do is all the updates for the past year. 
Oh my god, or, that's true. It, it's probably having to do all of the or updates. The ones, at least from the beginning of the year, because yeah. I know that at the end he turned it all off. So I'm going to pivot over to the newspaper. <laughs> hey, wait, do you, you, do you want me to explain what a hostile takeover is and how Elon Musk is potentially going to do this the to former, I understand hostile takeover because I'm currently watching Succession and Kendall, Sandy, and his friend are trying to take, do a hostile takeover. Oh, cool. Of the Roy company. Succession. Goes to is show it you. like the people it. that are currently the ownership don't, don't, uh, what's the word, agreed to the to the terms of the takeover? Yeah, company yes. A wants to buy company Correct. B. Let, let, let me set this up. Robert Reich, who used to be the labor secretary under Clinton, said that what we're witnessing with this Twitter thing and Elon Musk is a hostile takeover and that Elon Musk has a history of uh, silencing critics. And he Which says that, I don't know. Uh, there, there might be some evidence, but I, I don't know about it. But that's what Robert Reich is saying. I mean... I'm vaguely aware that Elon Musk has kind of bullied people. Like the British like, diver? Yeah, like the British diver. Uh, like, so what is the definition of a hostile takeover? Um, well, basically, it's an attempt to take over another company against the wishes of the target company's management. And even if the target company's management doesn't want you to take it over, you can still force a takeover. Ah, my computer's back, maybe. Now you have to log now in. He's gotta it's going to take you password. 13 minutes to log in. Yeah, I know. What's that password? Jesus. <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead and talk about hostile takeovers for a second. This is why every time you change your password, you were supposed to give it to me for... Okay, Joanna. What's up? I'm going to talk succession. to you. Yeah, succession. Yeah. So you can take over a company two ways. A proxy vote where you can get the... God, it's incorrect. <laughs> Where you can get the shareholders of the company that you want to buy yeah. to vote out the manage exactly. management. Okay? Mm -hmm. But that one can be kind of hard. That almost happened in succession. The other one is where you offer to purchase all the stock of Twitter, let's say in this case, mm -hmm. at a price higher than the market value right now. So the price of a Twitter stock share right now is $44. <laughs> and Elon Musk yeah, was know. offering to buy them all for $54. <laughs> What is true key? It says I can skip the Why password. Did you God. Click on it. Damn it, Buzz. I don't know, man. Buzz, how? Hi there. Oh, God. Buzz is trying to log into his computer. I know none of you can see this, but I really wish you could. Oh, so is so us watching log him log in more fun than, than. Yeah, it is. This is just more fun. This should be your podcast for today. Buzz tries to log into an electronic device. By the way, new episode of What the Buzz coming at you tonight. Oh, nice. Is Emily going to be on this one? Yes, she is. Okay. You guys go ahead and talk. Back I'm to, to hostile takeover. Yesterday, uh, well, that was it. it was oh, just oh the, that's it. We're the, done with the, that. Well, the, Elon Musk is offering to buy the stock right, right. at like $10 higher than everybody else. And everybody else who owns Twitter stock would be like, yeah, give it to me. Right, Sell it to right. me for that. Ah, I think I know what I'm doing wrong here. Hot damn! Oh. I think I'm in. Oh my God, he got it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Buzz. This is why, like watching dementia in action. <laughs> Shut up. Stupid. <laughs> this is just a slow-moving Alzheimer's patient and his day-to-day -day life. If oh. you are someone you know. <laughs> so you know the slowdown on the international bridges? <laughs> I know about the slowdown here. <laughs> Apparently that's over because Governor Greg Abbott 
and Chihuahua Governor Eugenia Campos have struck a deal. This is the part of the Abbott thing where they were doing, Texas troopers were doing secondary searches of just about every truck that came across the border from Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was slowing things down. They Absolutely. The, the 45, search, minutes, 45 per, minutes per search. And they were doing it essentially to every. And it was redundant because they were already they being had checked already at been, the border well, by Border Patrol. Uh, in a joint conference yesterday, Campos and Abbott announced an agreement. Abbott said that Governor Campos of Chihuahua has presented, quote, the best border security plan that I have seen from any governor of Mexico. Okay, so is he now going to try and take credit for saying, yeah, I solved this problem that a I... diplomat I am. Right. Because I agree well, to it? Look, he, what he's saying essentially is he got a commitment from the governor of Chihuahua that they're, they're going to start doing more checks on their side. He could yes. say, he could, the governor of Chihuahua could say, yeah, whatever, I'll do whatever, just open up the... The flow of traffic. Don't sh- don't search everything. Uh, Abbott emphasized Chihuahua officials will work to reduce illegal immigration from Mexico into Texas. Uh, Could we agree that the Mexican government has never had a priority of keeping people? Oh from yes, illegal- we'll stop it. I promise. Okay, clearly they they have that has never been a priority no, to the Mexican they don't government care. is to stop Mexican citizens from. What's the thing where if you if you're in the United States and you you send money back to your remittances? Uh, remittances. <laughs> oh right. Mexico's economy is like one third remittances. Okay, so uh, here's what Abbott said. Chihuahua is doing more than just talking about this. They have an organized game plan to step up and address illegal immigration from Chihuahua into Texas. Now, the only question is, does Greg Abbott actually believe that? And I think the answer is probably no, because he's accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. Look how tough I got, and I brought I'm taking the, a stand. I brought the Mexican governor to know, heal. To heal. What that plan is, nobody knows. Well, I mean, he says that there is an organized plan. Yeah, I, wh- what is it? Really, what's it going to be? We'll check. We'll check every truck. We promise. So what is what is Abbott gained from this? Well, people are like, you can point to this and say Greg Abbott really got it's tough hard on immigration, and he was willing to cripple the Texas economy or the you know the supply chain to get these Mexicans to get in line. We're going to see how much changes. Uh, some in, some strange bedfellows, though. I guess I guess Beto had some criticism. He says the Biden administration needs to have a plan uh, for, for when that Title, Title 42, 42 ends. Right. Uh, that's the Trump Well, he's not wrong. Policy. And yeah, no, no, he's wrong. He's right. Uh, Title 42... Uh, really was used by the Trump administration to stem the caravans of of migrants coming from South America well, it was and to Cuba. keep them keep them on the south side of the border. Well, exactly. Their point was that, that they didn't want them to to be allowed to be in the United States while they were waiting for their their court hearing. And we're talking about five million people, like millions of people who were. were... <laughs> Do you want to hear what Beto said about this whole thing with the bridge? Yeah. Abbott is the arsonist who torched the Texas economy by shutting down trade with Mexico to score cheap political points. And now he says he's the fireman. Right. It's like you start a fire and then you put it out and say, look, I prevented this fire. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe my computer's back. We're going to find out about that coming up in just a few moments. And uh, one more segment ahead as the Buzz Adams Morning Show continues right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Name name three songs specifically about Easter that aren't church songs. Mm. I mean, there are thousands of Christmas songs. I can't. Name there are probably one hundreds of Fourth of July songs. I guess. Name. Well, I'm playing one. You don't know this Peter song? Cottontail. Peter Cottontail. I'll oh. give you that one. Name two more. I didn't even know Peter Cottontail. Um. Isn't there one about something about an Easter bonnet with all the something upon it? That's a real old-fashioned one. Are there any other Easter songs, Joanna, that come to mind? I can't think of any. I didn't even think Peter Amazing Grace? was one. Is that one? No, I said with that, not a church song. Because they're, they're all hymns. It's about, like Easter hymns and stuff. Wait, how did you not think that Peter Cottontail was an Easter song? Well, no, it's just about a bunny. It's about it's, Peter Cottontail. Yeah. The Easter Doesn't bunny. Miss, is, you don't know that Peter... He's not the definitive Easter bunny, though. Yeah, the Peter hell Cottontail? he isn't. Of course he is. Peter Cottontail. Nah. Now, I could tell she's looking it up, and guess what? She's going to come back on and have His to apologize Peter to Cottontail. Tell the Easter bunny. The Jesus Christ oh, Superstar the soundtrack? first one. What is this? Hippity hoppity Easter's on its, its way. You don't know oh. that song? It yeah. does have Hippity Easter hoppity in. Easter's on its way. Tell me about these uh, taco shop exotic meats because I'm looking at the picture. Is that a pit? What is that? What do you think it is? That's a snake. That's like a. Oh, it's a snake that's been skinned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are, I thought the same thing. I was like, how is this a snake? The skin is off. Ew. Is this an actual picture, or did you yes, just do like a... Yes, this is a picture that the taco shop shared themselves. Taco shop at 1920 North Saragossa. They, they they'll make rattlesnake tacos with actual rattlesnake Rattlesnake meat. What are the chances they would come in and give us some... Zebra tarantula. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, uh, if they came in, I'd bugs. eat them. Yeah. You would. You would. Yeah, you would if it were something... F- yes, you were asking eat me, him. how interested am I in eating tarantula tacos? And I said, not very, but... You know, if There's people want to hear me bit. do it. But if know. somebody already did them, um, I'm not going to say no tacos. No, no, just the aspect of doing it on the air. Yeah. It'd be interesting to do it blindfolded Even and see if you can tell which it is. The scorpion? For the show? Yeah. Water bug. Oh, those are cockroaches, man. That one's tough. Like, I see water bugs, look, and they're identical to cockroaches. Look, down to the picture of the water bug and, like, their little eyes. They kind of look cute. That's, That's a zebra spider. tarantula? I guess because yeah. it's striped. Look, they're okay. like, hello. Okay, their eyes are kind of cute. Uh, I, forest, Asian forest scorpion. It'd be fun to do it blindfolded and you have to guess. Am I mm. eating what am I eating? Water bugs or am I eating the tarantulas? No, nope, that's a, the Asian forest scorpion for sure. The taco Larva? shop is at 1920 North Zaragoza. Can and I just get regular new- like deserrada or barbacoa? If you bring like the snake kind, can you also bring like God knows that. The regular kind. Yeah, I need a <laughs> chicken. I just want chicken. I bet the snake ones are good. I've never had rattlesnake, but I know they have a big festival up in Sweetwater, and they make you know it's probably good. 
Somebody says Easter Parade is the song you're trying to think of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry and the app. There's, there's a song called Easter Parade. Yeah, I'm singing it. Eli of the Moon It'll says, Let Buzz know my favorite Easter movie is Mallrats. Takes place over Easter. <laughs> Does it? Jay and Silent Bob beat up the mall bunny. <laughs> what? Hey, uh, It's not a boat. It's a schooner. Nico's schooner got... Schooner is a schooner. boat, idiot. <laughs> Nico's got... He just leaves the water bugs up on his computer. <laughs> Do you think I, you could tell by biting into a taco if there were water bugs or, or tarantulas or scorpions? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, because they definitely have different textures. Hey. But once they put like seasonings on them and then Valentina sauce. Yeah, you put hot sauce on it. And... I challenge you. I could identify more exotic meat tacos than you could in a blind taste test. That's there up you to go. You two. Okay. I'm, I'm you, rooting for both of you. On you're that. not in. No. Maybe the rattlesnake. You might try the rattlesnake. I might try the rattlesnake. I bet I can. Uh, the larva. I bet the larva's good. Larva. I. I've had those before. Assume? Like they used to sell. I would assume it's like cricket texture. Lollipops mm-hmm. with larva inside it at Fye and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had those before. Can I bring my own bugs? Can you just cook these up? Can I, I have a collection of my own. Can you just you cook know, these on demand? I just thought of like a huge benefit of going bald. What's that? No lice. <laughs> Nico, tell Joanna what you told me about this Hollywood reporter story. All right, Joanna, a new report is coming out. Channing Tatum fired Thaddy Newton. From Thandy. Thandy? Well, Thandy she started Newton. spelling it with a W. It didn't used to be spelled that way. Thandway. Thandway. Yeah. Right. She put a W, or somebody did anyway. Well, Thandy. she's been fired from Magic Mike 3 after arguing about Will Smith's Oscar slap. Oh, interesting. Now, I had I don't, read that she was not going to come wait, wait, back. I, I don't know who whose side which of these people are on. Oh, it doesn't say. Or does it? The Hollywood Reporter... Wait, wait. I'm going to guess... Christ. I mean, my first assumption would be Thandy Newton was on Will Smith's side, maybe? But that, maybe, I don't know maybe why. Maybe she took the stance with Jada. Yeah, maybe she's Jeff. friends with Jada. Mm-hmm. They actually don't say who, they're, who they were for in the argument. They just but say it was that an they argument were... that led to them over the Will Smith slap. Channing Tatum fired Thandy Newton. A witness says they fell out over the debacle at the Oscars. I was on set. I watched her and him. They were in and out of this house we were filming at and having this this confrontation. It was a tense exchange of words, but suddenly it escalated where Channing got into his car and disappeared. People looked at each other and thought, wait, we're supposed to be filming right now. After the fight, he just went, I'm not working with her anymore. Him being a producer, it's his movie, so she's off the movie. Oh, snap. Okay, but neither one of them have confirmed... No. That this is accurate. This was just no, like an on-set a- source. It is accurate that she is leaving the right. film. And but was it actually over by, by think, Selma Hayek? Yeah. Well, who did, I mean, did he ask her which side of the Will Smith thing? Selma, what side are you on? <laughs> uh, I put a list up of uh, common Easter candies ranked from first to worst. I put Cadbury eggs as my first. Joanna put them at number two. At last, uh, last, and then yesterday in the prep, I saw that uh, somebody had done a national survey for uh, Easter egg candy. It wasn't even close. Cadbury eggs was number one for everybody, and I was like, "Yeah, Ugh. I'm shocked that people don't, don't love Cadbury eggs as much as I do."